Episode 63 of the Thunder Underground podcast is here. My name is Trent. My name is Jason. And we've got a good one for you this week. We, I think so. Yeah, we've got a Rocklahoma preview. That's right. That's right. And we've got our buddy Kevin Graham joining us. Exactly. And this is, uh, if you noticed when you clicked on it, the, the length of the episode <laughs> here is over two hours. Yeah. And I know that's lengthy for a podcast, but hey, it is what it is, man. You. If you like Rocklahoma, if you like Kevin Graham, if you like us, you'll like it, right? That's right. That's right. I mean, <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, it went a little long. You know, we had a lot of ground to cover. Yeah. And some stories to tell, and uh, it was fun. So, you know, maybe listen to a little bit of it, you know. Pick it up later tonight. Pick it up later, whatever, you know. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we had fun doing this, and uh, it was awesome to have Kevin on. And uh, so, you know, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kevin's kind of like uh, I appointed him the mayor of the the Rocklahoma campgrounds. That's right. He's kind of the guy that, like, even if you don't personally know him, you've probably seen him. Exactly. You know, he's you know he's got a VIP ticket, so he's up in that area. But he's always over at the Hard Rock stage. He's always over at the Retrospect stage. He's always over at Axis. Always over at Camp Yeager. You know, you can't miss him. He's always got something. Some costume on, like we talked about last time, yeah. Captain Spaulding or I a skull mask or whatever. Yeah, I forgot to ask him what he's got planned this year. Yeah, he said he's got some stuff, but I guess he's not. It's going to be a surprise, I guess. Under wraps. Okay, <laughs> okay. But yeah, wherever the music's at, Kevin's there. Because just like us, he's a he's a geek for live music. I know, I know. Yeah. Well, we've got this coming up here in just a minute. But before we get to that, we wanted to play a song from, for you from a band that's playing Rocklahoma that we talk about in this episode. But we wanted to throw this one out early here, and we've played this band before. We played their song called In Your Face, and the band is called 3D In Your Face. But they've got a brand new single and a brand new album coming out here pretty quick. And this song is called Static Renegade.
Static Renegade from 3D in Your Face out of Nebraska. They're playing the Thursday pre-party at the Camp Jaeger Retrospect stage. Well, the Camp Jaeger stage is the Retrospect Camp Jaeger pre-party. Let me say that right. I believe they're playing at 9 p.m. Thursday night. And then Friday, they're playing at 5 p.m. on the Retrospect stage inside the inside the Rocklahoma grounds. Yes. So if you're going to be at Rocklahoma, definitely check these guys out. It's a great party. 80s rock feel to them, all original stuff. This song, both of us being huge fans of Michael Monroe, I would say would have to love this because it's, it doesn't really sound, the vocals don't sound like Michael Monroe, but it's got a real Hanoi Rocks feel to it. You know, that earlier 80s, you know, I think you used the word sleaze after you heard it. Yes. Instead of just, you know, your straight up later 80s party rock. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I got, it's funny, you mentioned, I, I got a real Michael Monroe vibe. Um, I, the solo's great, uh, the vibe of the song's great, and it's, like I said, it's it, it leans a little heavily more onto the uh, the the sleaze kind of thing. So, uh, and I didn't get that from their previous stuff. Right, I got, you know, more of the late, like the Motley Crue rat yes. kind of vibe from their other stuff. So, so... That's that's why I think is great. They're staying true to their style, but you know they're still mixing it up a little bit. Uh, so I'm really impressed with this new single. Love it. Yeah, and they, uh, like I said, playing Rocklahoma and Sam from 3D in Your Face told us that they are almost positive they're going to have the new uh, album out there, which that's features right. this song among many others. So go buy it. Yeah, go over there and support them. If you're not going to be out there and you like what you heard, you know, just pull them up on Reverb Nation or YouTube. They've got live videos up, I think, from, you know, because they play in Nebraska all the time, all over the place. So, great band to check out. And we're definitely looking forward to seeing them Thursday, Friday. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there both times. Yeah. One not to be missed. Exactly. Well, like we said, Kevin Graham's on this episode. And speaking of him, he came into town the other day and we recorded this and then after we recorded it you know we grilled some food and ate and then we headed our butts over to the shrine that's right because kill em all a metallica tribute out of dallas texas was up here yes and they had some area support from archon out of oklahoma city and searching for sanity here out of the tulsa area and you know we caught all three of them and yeah great sets great sets. yeah archon i've you know, I'll be honest, I hadn't heard him prior to the show. I'd seen the name, you know, knew about him. Some other people had told me they were good. But that's about all I knew. Mm-hmm. And walked in, I was totally impressed from the get-go. Yeah, they were. It's just solid, straight-up metal, you know. And you can't say much more than more than that, you know. Yeah, I mean, I mean you can't go wrong with it. Yeah. and they Tried all, and true. Yeah, I mean, they, they sound professional. They look professional. It's just solid stuff. And they, yeah. I know they... In Oklahoma, they're from the Oklahoma City area, and they play a lot of shows there. And they said they're opening up for Active Defiance in June, and they're opening up for uh, Crowbar as well. Yes, that show at Thunder Alley. That's right. Yeah. So I mean, and they're definitely the type of band that could fit those bills. And you know, I really dug what I saw. Looking forward to hearing more from these guys. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And we saw Searching for Sanity as well. Yeah. You know, and they've got a solid. You know rock groove kind of feel to them great vocals you know great sound as well i know they've got a strong you know fan base you know and they they might have had the biggest attendance there for the whole night was during their set you know because they've got a good following you know but 
liked what I saw from them as well. Yeah, I mean, great hard rock, and like I was telling you earlier, the guitar player had a sweet fucking BC Rich guitar. I loved that thing. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, glad we finally got to see him. There were, I think they opened the Buck Cherry show, but remember we got there too late. I think. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was a, a great set. So, uh, you know, and then uh, Kill 'Em All came up and, uh, you know, just killed it. What'd you think of them? Man, those guys, you know, it's tr- tribute bands are tricky. You know, yeah, they are. They are. Some people do it just for fun. Some people take it serious, and you you would kind of hope you would take it serious because, you know, I've seen tribute bands where it was a bad tribute yeah, yeah. <laughs> to what they're trying to do, and but these guys definitely were not. They they had it down. They weren't one of the ones like you know you see a band dressed up like Van Halen or something. Yeah, they they didn't go for the the dress up except I think the vocalist you know, had on the the wristbands like James, but that was about it. Yeah. And, but the musicianship was, was top notch. They just nailed it, you know? Yeah. The the sound was amazing. They nailed the parts. They sounded great. I mean, I mean, it was, it was, uh, it was Metallica 101 in there. Yeah. I mean, it really was. They, they had, they had it all down. They, they, they leaned mostly on, you know, classic stuff, old stuff. They threw in, uh, King Nothing and Inner Sandman. Uh, I was super impressed by the bass solo. Yeah. They did Anesthesia Pulling Teeth, and it sounded fucking, it sounded damn close. Which is impressive. Yeah, I mean, it had to take (laughs) some painstaking practice, and I was super impressed. So, I mean, I was entertained. Metallica is my absolute favorite band in the world. Uh, So, you know, I was was thrilled to see this and just kind of, you know... Give me a little taste for maybe, you know, seeing them live next year, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> and you mentioned them playing King Nothing, the the vocalist from Searching for Sanity got up there and sang a couple bars That's of That's right, it. yeah. And yeah. he sounded great because he's already kind of got that, that Hetfield vibe to his vocals anyway. Yes, sir. So he fit right in there. And, you know, the singer had, you know, the crowd sang a few parts and then a couple other times people got up and Kevin who we're about to talk with, yeah. got up there towards the end and sang some Seek and Destroy. Yeah. And he sounded good doing it. <laughs> you know, so props to him for that. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, so just if you see Kill Em All playing your town, check them out. I mean, it's a cool, fun time if you're a Metallica fan for sure. Oh, yeah, it's it's definitely worth the money. Yeah. Well, like we said, Kevin Graham doing this Rocklahoma preview. We go over not every single band because that would take us three hours. But, yeah, you we'd know, we'd still hit, be here. Yeah. <laughs> We hit the bulk of it and, you know, talked about the stuff we're most looking forward to. And there's a few in there that we're not that we, you know, sorry if we hurt your feelings because all three of us don't like Five Finger Death Punch. But <laughs> we don't get too mean about it. We just say we don't care. We move along to That's right. to the next band. You know. Yeah, I mean, I think <laughs> there's nothing wrong with saying, you know, well, that band's not really my jam. Right. It's when you start shit talking, you know, huge. That's when, you know, it's kind of not cool. Right. But, you know, I think if, if if a band's not your thing, that's okay. I think you can say that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's bands I love that aren't people's thing. We know that much. So. Oh, yeah. We all have them. Yeah. <laughs> well, we ready to get in this, this Rocklahoma preview? Yeah, fire it up. Well, hold on. One more thing. Before okay, we don't do. fire it up. <laughs> <laughs> fire it down. Okay. Um, this week marks the one-year anniversary of episode one. Of, yes, it does. It does. Of the Rocklahoma... Because the Rock Loma preview was actually our first episode, yes. I think. So, 62 episodes later, here we are on episode 63 doing a Rock Loma preview again because we go out there every single year. That's right. 
So That's right. Congratulations, yeah, Trent. There you go. Happy anniversary. <laughs> One year anniversary of this podcast. There you go. And I'm sure in 2017, episode 100 and something another, yeah. we'll be right here with another preview. It's like we said, we've been out there since year one. This is our 10th year. Yeah, you can count yeah. on it. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're going to Rocklahoma, let me also say this, because we don't say it in the episode. We're camping on row A in the VIP section. You won't be able to miss our banner. We'll have Thunder Underground banner out there. That's right. Come by, say hey. Say you heard us talking about this. You know, we've got koozies, we've got t-shirts, and we've just got voices to talk to you about rock and roll. Yeah, I mean, pick a band, we'll talk about it. Yeah, even if, like we said, even Five Finger Death Punch, we'll talk about it. Yeah, because <laughs> we know enough, and we know a lot about bands that those guys came from. Mandy Moore? Uh, Mandy Moore, exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's not a fucking lie, either. That's the truth that happened. Yeah. Anyways... Uh, We'll talk about it. I mean, we could go on, even if it's a band we don't like. More impressively, though, UPO. Yeah. Alice Cooper. Yeah. Who, Moto Grader. Moto Grader. That's right. Um, missing something. Uh, Electric Love oh, Hogs. The Bullet Boys. Bullet Boys. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's right. These are all bands that members of Five Finger Death Punch played in. There that's right. Go. Wasp. Even though that guy that's isn't right. in the band anymore. <laughs> See? we're. I mean, we can go. We can do this, people. Bring it on. Yeah. We'll be civil about it. You know, unless it's 3, 3 a.m., I might not be, but just <laughs> be forewarned, you know. <laughs> All right. Now let's fire this up. But on a good point, was it 2014 when they were at Rocklahoma? Yeah, I think it was. Dude, I had like 35 chicks run up to me and like, oh my God, oh my God, yeah. are you Ivan? You should have said, yeah. Yeah. And no, I had Rachel I there with me. I about that, that you kind of uh, look like. <laughs> I had Rachel there with me every time and she's like, go ahead. <laughs> but, you know, all I can do is laugh. And it was like, no, I'm not. Uh, but they still wanted to take a picture with me because I guess they didn't believe me. Yeah, oh my God, are it. you hyping? Yeah. I should have said, yeah, girl, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, no, I'm better looking than Ivan. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> I was then. I'm a little older now, but yeah. I'll be wow. Ivan this year. You got it on lockdown, <laughs> brother. Yeah. For sure. Well, I wanted to say the first first thing I wanted to bring up was... You might not even remember this, but the first time I met you was first that year you were camping next to us, mm-hmm. which was two years ago. No, I think it, it was. Year, I think it was twenty fourteen. Maybe it was twenty. It was twenty. No, it was when you were in that spot right up by us. Okay, twenty thirteen. I was across from you. Okay, and then twenty fourteen, I moved. Like because I was under the, under yeah. that tree. I was under the tree. Okay, then it was probably that year. But like, yeah, you came over to our campsite because you saw my ice chest. I've got it covered in band oh, stickers. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you could see, I have one of the stickers is a Tesla sticker that's like It's gigantic on that fucking oh, thing. Oh, fuck yeah, I remember like, that shit. Yeah, and you were like, I just had to come say hey because I figured anyone that's got a giant Tesla sticker is a cool person or something like that. Right. So we talked for a little <laughs> bit. And, they're from Sacramento, where <laughs> yeah. I'm from. 
<laughs> and you did something illegal with me. You told me that before. That's Probably in my not. past. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. all good. Hey, Jeff Keith influenced me, okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that, that, is, that is of mention is you're cooler. It is legendary at this point. Oh, the cooler? Uh, yeah. yeah. No, didn't you have a Tesla sticker on the back of your truck or something? Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's what you saw, too. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah, that's still there, but... The nice. cooler, the cooler's covered kind of like your like a battle vest. Yeah, the the cooler. Tesla sticker was like, I gotta go talk to this person. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So yeah, hopefully, you know, this year, 2016, you are next to us again. We'll find out here in a couple weeks. Oh God! But if could, not, could you imagine what's going to go on? Just close yep. it down now. Oh, fuck it all up. <laughs> oh, yeah, fuck. we have we have the last. Technically, we have the last spot that Rocklahoma will sell because of the drainage ditch there. They think it's going to flood. And the next spot, I guess, is the oversell, oversold spots for when people show up. Well, they keep telling me they can't sell it back yeah. to me until they know the forecast. And What's every you? year I pull up on Wednesday morning and those spots are already sold. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, Don't last... you know who the fuck I am? <laughs> <laughs> last no. year they didn't, because last year it was muddy and I don't think they, I think they didn't sell it to anybody. Yeah. But I remember you walked down there and you said that even though this is muddy, it's nicer than the spot they moved it to. It was, because yeah. I was in a swamp. <laughs> I was in a swamp, and I could walk right through without getting my my boots dirty. Yeah. It was crazy. But it is what it is. It's all about the party anyways. Yeah. And it's all right. about good people. You know, I since, you know, it is about the music, you know. But I don't really care about the lineup anymore. It's it's all about the people yeah. and the relationships that I've accumulated through Rocklahoma. It's just like you two guys, for yeah, instance. Definitely. Man, you can't come across any better people than you two. And Well thanks. Likewise, man. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sure. Well, I've told him, not to interrupt you, but I've told him a million times, if they released a lineup and I hated every band, I'd probably still go. I'd still go, I, exactly. I would still go. Yeah. the campgrounds. You know, because yeah. me and Rachel, Rachel, she's my Jesus, by the way, <laughs> my wife. She's my savior. Um, we look forward to this all year. Yeah. And it doesn't matter, rain or shine, the lineup, regardless, we're going to be there. Yeah, that's right. Well, you know, it's funny you say that because... I can tell you that this is the first year that I'm I'm really I don't know if I'm more but I'm just as excited about the access stage and the local bands than what's going on in the main stages. Yeah. That to me that's like almost more important. Well we've I kind think. of immersed ourselves into it more this past year. True, thanks yeah, to the podcast true. Too. You know, and you're right and a lot of those know, bands. And maybe that shows that, you know, maybe we sh- you know, I should have been paying attention a lot you know, longer, you know you know, back in the day, but you know what it is, what it is. I'm, I'm excited about it now. So well, one thing to mention is, you know, you just mentioned, you think about it all year, like we do as well. Yeah. And a good thing to point out is the group that you started, Rockla freaking Homa. Mm-hmm. And I think that kind of fuels the fire on that. Cause with all those people in it talking about Rocklahoma, yeah, June, you know, from June, to, June till May, it's like, there's a buildup. 
you know, for 11 months. Oh, God, it's all year round. Yeah, it's like, you know, people like, when's the lineup going to be released? You know, in November. When's the lineup going to be released in December? And, you know, new yeah. people in there that don't know and that kind of thing. And it just keeps constantly every day you see something about Rocklahoma. So it's nonstop in your mind. Right. And, you know, that's funny you mentioned that because two years ago, it was two years ago, fuck, February 2014, me and my wife were just sitting around and I'm like, I'm going to start this group just to see how many likes we can get. And... Two years later, we're at like 6,000 people. I know, look and, at that, yeah. And yeah. this son of a bitching group, you know, at first it was rock fucking homa but, <laughs> but then I'm like, you know, that might get me banned and people might not like that. But so I, so I changed it to rock fricking homa And now, two years later, there's like 6,000 people. And the relationships that have built through this group and the people that I've met is, is like more than I can ever think about happening. Yeah. yeah it, exactly. it, it's just awesome. And you know, I did what anybody else can do. So I'm not anybody special. I just started a fucking Facebook group. <laughs> yeah. That's all. Yeah. But it's awesome. It's cool. Yeah. Look, look where it's all brought us. You know? yeah. yeah. It's brought us together yeah. right here at this exactly. nice studio, by the way. <laughs> if if you people, it's so open and airy. Yes. And <laughs> if you people in podcast land could imagine uh, me skiing, yeah. Just imagine me doing the skiing motion. <laughs> and we're not that close first of all <laughs> i want to thank you guys for doing what you do you're you're keeping the rock and metal gospel alive thank every you. week i thank listen you. to you guys religiously and i just want to thank you guys for doing that so it's fucking uh hand jobs for everybody hell yeah <laughs> i'm down well thanks for listening all the time man. I, I i need a hand job at yeah. this point it's fun. Like the last few weeks, we've had several guys from bands kind of say the same thing you just said, and it's like, it's weird because the only reason, kind of like you said about that group, the only reason we started this is because we just we always sat around talking about music, and mm -hmm. we love listening to podcasts. So we thought, well, why don't we just record ourselves talking about music? That's right. And then we can also, you know, play some of these local bands and right. or independent bands throughout the country, and, and it just kind of went from there. And now we've got. All kinds of people that a year ago we didn't know. You you, know? you guys are keeping it alive, plus you're like uh, putting the local music out there, man. Yeah. And and I'm not from here, but I really appreciate what you guys are doing, man. And I really that's really sincere. Well, thanks, man. I mean, you know, I I, I used to be in that whole thing, you know, ten fifteen years ago, and uh, I would have killed for something like this to have to be featured and i think you know homegrown is you know does an amazing job uh and it was always you know an honor to be played on there but i, I just think that you know you, you can only benefit from more stuff so that was just one thing i really was happy to do was uh feature local stuff i i put it out there though so, i would have had a i would have had a stage for you guys to play if you would have got back together oh i know i know i know <laughs> hey get him to talk to him 
Josh, if you're listening, Eric, if you're listening. Yeah, you never 2017, know. 2017, there you go. Yep. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> there it is. It is not beyond the realm of possibility. Headlining the GA <laughs> rock stage, <laughs> by, by the way, <laughs> is this year is the first year. That's right. That's so right. Talk, There's a, so let's, I mean, that's a couple days in, but we don't have to go in order here. We can just talk about that. Like, how did that that was your idea, right? Yeah, because well, this it, is the first year for that. It was my idea, and I don't know how it started, but me and Chris Sullen Taylor, by the way, he's he's in the Dark Side crew, and he's Mister Rockla Freaking Homer, right? He is Mister Rockla Freaking Homer, <laughs> 2016, the first annual, by the way. <laughs> yeah. No, he he had like six spots back to back, and you know what better spot? To start a GA camp stage, then yeah. six spots yeah, back to back. Yeah, you've got that many. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, he he's put a lot of work in, man, to get this happening. And uh, I want to make a shout out to uh, Sean Fate Nelson. He's going to be doing the sound for okay. the GA rock stage. Okay. And uh, honorable mention to uh, Chris Elder and Philip Bruce too, because. They, they had a leg in this, too, so I can't go without mentioning them. It was just my idea. Chris Sullen Taylor is making it happen and the Dark Side crew, so we want to thank them, guys. So he's they're handling the stage and all that stuff? They're handling the stage and everything. All it was was my idea, and I got most of the bands, but Chris, Chris has put a lot of work into this thing, and... He's the badass in this whole idea. Right on. And it's, I'm looking at the lineup right now, man, and it's pretty fucking killer. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, let's talk about it. Let's do this. <laughs> Switchbox, they're, they're, uh, they're Rocklahoma veteran. They've played there before. Yes, they have, on the Axis stage. They're going to have no problem going on at 9 in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No. Right on. Well, that's what, you know, that's what I thought was cool. Kind of, you know, set this stage apart was, you know, you, you got bands going on at 9 a.m. Well, didn't you, because I kind of asked you about that when you first mentioned it, and you said that you wanted to make sure there was no conflict with Camp Yeager or Axis, so you're not stepping on anybody's toes. Kind yeah, of thing, well, or? I didn't, I didn't want to step on anybody's toes because these, you know, say what you want, about the lineups on any of these stages, but these guys put a lot of work into making this happen. Yeah. So to like, to like overlap these, these lineups and, you know, it's, I would really think it was disrespectful. Yeah, I get that. Because these people work really hard and and while i'm on the that subject uh sunshine sea right the axis stage you know good job sunshine we love you for what you do and uh sam mccallson retrospect and especially fred and stacy foster for the camp jaeger stage yeah they you know they they've been doing this for how many years I think 
I don't want to misspeak. I think no. it was the second or third year they started the stage. Yeah, yeah they're. I know they've been out there every year. But. They are awesome, and the after hours party spot. It's is, the best place. Isn't yes. It? Yeah. Yeah. And it, yeah, we don't want to be jumping around, but there is a pre-party there that we yeah. will get to. Oh, definitely. Eventually. Definitely. Well, we could just. Well, we could start there and come back to this, so we go in order, if you want. <laughs> Whatever you guys want to do. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm just here to ski. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Thursday is the first official day where bands are playing. Yeah. I know we're all getting out there Wednesday. You're getting out there Wednesday, right? I am. So That's awesome. Pre-party to just party is what Wednesday is. Yeah. But then Thursday, the first, I think from what I'm looking at, the first band going on anywhere is on the Camp Jaeger Retrospect pre-party at 2 p.m. Switchback, just like you just mentioned. Yes, sir. With a switch, is that back or Bach? Bach. Bach. I believe it's Bach. But they're kicking that thing off at 2 p.m. So basically from 2 p.m. until 4 a.m. there's going to be music going Thursday. Yeah. So here's the thing. It's retrospect slash Camp Jaeger. Is it going to be at Camp Jaeger? Yeah. yeah okay, this is, gotcha. It, okay. it is this, at Camp Jaeger, but... Last, go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say the last two or few years, Sam with retrospect has yes. combined with Camp Jaeger to put on his pre-party. Okay. So a lot of the bands you notice are ones that are also playing retrospect stage. Gotcha. That's kind of how he mixes them in there. Okay. And then there's a few others they book in, like The Devil You Adore at 4 p.m., yeah, that's going to be a good one. Yes. Major shout out to Travesty and his yes, Travesty Davis. Right. Yeah, that's right. Man, I can't wait to see them. You guys, guys better bring it. I will uh, say that that's, you know, that's one of the things I'm looking forward to the most. Oh, hands down. And yeah. I'm, I'm really, really, really glad that they're playing at 4 p.m. on Thursday so I do not miss them. That's right. That's <laughs> Cause, right. Yes. Because I've said a million times there's always bands I want to see and then I don't miss them because of being a little too. Conflicts. Yeah. Inebriated or conflicts right, yeah. with other stages or whatever. Oh, oh hey, this, fuck. hey, would, this, this <laughs> way you have no fucking excuse. Yeah. Thursday uh, at four, you have to see yeah. them. I was hammered by noon on Thursday last year. <laughs> oh, oh shit! Well, There's some good that. times. Paul London, oh, yeah. Paul London of London's Dungeons. Yeah. Oh man, he's a little skinny rail, but he jumped off. Well, he didn't jump, but. He, he climbed on my shoulders off the stage a couple years ago, and it was like he was a bag of bricks. I was so drunk. I almost <laughs> fell. <laughs> Great times. Yeah. I frequently post pictures of that because that's like a classic moment. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of Devil You Adored, 11 a.m. on the GA Rock Party stage as well. Yeah. 11 a.m. Right. Saturday. And I think so don't playing, miss them. I think they're playing Camp Jaeger another night, too. Is it a Saturday night? And that's going to be really late, probably 2 or 3 in the morning. Ooh, I'll yeah. be up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we'll be there. Because the, the Camp Jaeger after hours stages just start after the main stage band ends. That's right. So there's nothing, there's no definite set times. It's just a band plays and you break the stage for the next band. So. Yeah. And if yeah. you guys haven't heard them, man... You need to go check them out and buy a CD because mm-hmm. that fucker's badass, man. Yeah, it is. And I don't know. I'm a huge fan of the the female front man. Yeah. So this, I there's something about this man that and it's I cool. Love. She's she's got a different. Most metal bands with female 
front person are have a different sound than what she's they, got. They just try like, to scream. Yeah, she sets it off with she's got more of that. She's, I think I mentioned it when we play more of that punk attitude to her. Yeah. And yeah. when you mix it with their metal sound, it's really cool. Mm-hmm. A really cool mixture. Love it. Yeah, I, I'm 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 stoked to finally see them play live. Yeah, I am too. Yeah. But yeah, that's it. Four on retrospect, and then we've got Moxie and Influence and Diamond Lane. Chaotic Resemblance, who's good. I've seen them before. Love them. Yeah. Love. They do, they do a cover of Highway Star. Really? The first year that I seen Chaotic Resemblance was on the Jaeger stage. It was the pre-party. They did a cover of Highway Star, and I was like, man, this front man is going to be a star. Because <laughs> he man, great energy from yeah. these guys. Great energy. Then we've got we've got 3D in your face, who we've played on the podcast. That's right. And I'm really looking forward to seeing these guys. They've got that total party, party rock, glam kind of Motley Crue-ish vibe to them. That's right. Love it. And you know they're playing 9 p.m. on Retrospect, Camp Yeager's pre-party, and then they're playing Retrospect on Friday at like 5 p.m. I think. Yeah. And I did check out this night night rain. Yeah, from Norway. Good they're, stuff. Sam, yeah, they they are really good. Yeah. Sam goes; he's worldwide. Yeah. Oh yeah. At his lineups, man, and you know he's he don't he don't try to put himself out there like I probably would if I was him. <laughs> but you know he goes worldwide, and he's he's very meticulous about his lineups, man, and. Yeah. If you're 80s glam, uh, uh, you know, what, what's the word I'm looking for? 80s glam, just like sleaze, yeah. sleaze, uh, hair metal, <laughs> then, yeah, he's going to give you a shot. Times, yeah. yeah. But yeah, the other, I haven't listened to Night Rain yet. I've been meaning to because, you know, when you see the word Norway, it's like with me, anything. You want to pay attention, yeah. Any band from Scandinavia of any style of music always seems to be great. It doesn't yeah. matter whether it's death metal or whether it's, you know, melodic or yeah. sleaze. They're all, they're right. all exceptional. They're badass, right. yeah. Yeah. So that's definitely one to look for. And what is it with that place, man? I don't, I don't know. know. It's just like got something some... in the fucking water. Fuck. Yeah, they just breed musicians. Yeah. I want to drink the juice. <laughs> <laughs> and directly after them is the electrocutors at a. Paris I'm place. glad you said that because I can't fucking say that word for nothing. <laughs> electrocutors. Electrocutors. There you go. You just said it. Okay, because I copied what it's you just were like saying. <laughs> just like electrocute, but with hell in front of it. You know? Oh, dude, these guys. I checked out a video of them uh, yesterday, and these guys are like raw. Yeah. Uh, man, raw, just trashy rock and roll. You're, you're the articulate one, Jason. Yeah. Uh, so are you, Trent. But no, he, these he guys are like raw rock and roll, <laughs> just in your face. Yeah. Just man, uh, I like it. It's yeah, I like that. You know that sleazy goddamn. Yes. Whiskey drenched, fucking yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, it's like we've been pushing this band Torpedo Head out of Germany for the past month or two. That actually contacted us, mm-hmm. and we played a couple of their songs, and their new album just came out a couple weeks ago, and it's phenomenal. And 
this electrocutor is kind of reminding me of that same kind of vibe. Just that good time, fucking trashy rock and roll. Yeah. That's trashy one of my, rock and roll. That's one of like my favorite that. things, you know? Yeah. They really, um, right when I seen them, they reminded me of the Black Crows for a second. Yeah. But then they just like went into the like trashy raw and they're, they remind me of the electrocutors. <laughs> to tell you the truth, they're just their own. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. So. Oh, and it don't stop. All right. <laughs> they go on at 11 on the Camp Jaeger yeah. pre-party. And it and actually at, says on their thing that there's going to be a, it's a special set in solidarity with our French compadres and the victims of the Paris attacks. Oh, nice. So I'm sure they're going to do a shout out. Yeah, Probably yeah, a moment of silence for Paris and the Bataclan. Love it. And then directly after that, we've got the tip, Core Razik, Freeway Mad. And Freeway Rag Mad. Dog. Yeah. Those guys are badass right there. Yeah. I checked them out on YouTube. I like them. Straight out of England. That's another. Straight out of England. Oh, and then after Freeway Mad. Everybody Ooh. loves some Ragdoll, right? Yeah. One of my favorites. Yeah. <laughs> One of my favorites. This three-piece man are, are so badass. Uh Man, Leon, Leon Ragdoll. Yeah, he can shred. Name. He can shred That's on the awesome. fucking guitar, man. He is badass, man. If uh, if you guys haven't heard Ragdoll, check out the song "Break You." Yeah. Hell yeah, get into it. Get into that fucker right <laughs> there. And uh, speaking of Ragdoll, I think I'm the only. This isn't uh, confirmed, but I may be the only one that's ever did a stage dive off of the Camp Jaeger stage. Yes. And that was during Ragdoll. <laughs> I think it was like 2 or 3 in the morning. Man, it was a blast, Why dude. not? I remember it was like yesterday. Hell yeah. <laughs> it was fucking badass. Great party. <laughs> well, they're playing at 3 a.m. so you could do it again. Yes. Hell yeah. Why it's not? It's going down. <laughs> yes. You motherfuckers better catch me, though. It's going down. Well, the one, one thing I wanted to mention about Camp Yeager on the stage was something I think you kind of alluded to earlier, was that it's just so damn fun because, you know, nothing against Axis or anything else. It's like, you know, those are fun and great, too, because you're seeing great bands. But it's something about Yeager. It's like, I guess it's because it's open air and you're, like, in a more compact space and there's more of a party feel. Yeah. And there's oh, always yeah. people around you know everybody around there half yeah, the time it, it's great you know yeah. so it's just this really cool vibe so once again shout out to stacy and fred like you oh, said yeah, yeah sure. stacy and fred and keeping it going i love you guys oh and and turkey carcasses too <laughs> what yeah there, <laughs> there's a story behind the turkey carcass i get fred fred he barbecued or fried a turkey or a couple turkeys well i guess i was late because I showed up like 3.30 a.m. and all they had left was a carcass. Well, I was so fucking hungry, man. I chewed on that goddamn carcass. <laughs> yeah. Just for the flavor? Yeah. Oh, God, it was so good, though. Hell yeah. So, Fred, leave me a little meat on the bone this year, brother. <laughs> I love you guys. Yeah, we we joke about that all the time. <laughs> that's our thing now. Nice. If, you, if you ever see the turkey carcass, that's where it came from. Nice. Oh, yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was way late to the party <laughs> that night. <laughs> I think me and Rachel were having sex or something. <laughs> Shout out to Rachel. Shout out to Rachel for giving up the box. <laughs> yes. Well, I love you, baby. We're talking about Jaeger. Does this be a good time to mention Don? Bring, bring oh, Don. shit. Every time's a good time to mention Don okay. Rennick. And shout out to Amanda Rennick as well, his daughter. Well, 2013, it was our first pre-party. And we we see this guy, like, he's front and center at Camp Jaeger. You know, he's big guy, big old afro. He's just rocking out, man. He's loving every minute of it. Lover boy. Lover boy, that is. <laughs> I love Leverboy. I want to get some of that vinyl. <laughs> but anyways, and I'm I'm telling Rachel, man, look at this guy. You know, he he's cool. And after all the bands are done with their set, the, he's like, you know, he's everybody knows him. Everybody's coming up to him, and you know, he, he's shaking their hands, and he's buying their merch and stuff like that. Well. You know, it, it was just a really good vibe from this guy, man. And I'm thinking to myself, man, I want to be like this guy. You know, he's really cool and, you know. And I don't even really think that we spoke at, in 2013. But the next year I seen him and he was doing it all over again, man. And I had to introduce myself because, yeah. you know, I was... In 2013, I was new. I didn't. I didn't know anybody, and yeah. I was, you know, I didn't. I was out of place. But in 2014, we spoke, and man, it was just like we connected, like really quick. And he's, in in my opinion, he's really, he's the real Mister Rocklahoma. Yeah. And, when I think of Rocklahoma, I instantly think of Don Rennick because he epitomizes everything that Rocklahoma is about. It, it, positive and good and fun and party. Now, when I say party, he was just the life of the party. I never seen him drink a drink of alcohol, though. And that's not necessarily a bad thing either. Yeah. But... He got sick, and he's no longer with us, but when this man got sick, he would call me and ask me how the fuck I was doing Yeah. when it's my piece of shit ass that should have been calling him, asking him how he was doing. You know, he just, Don Rennick, we love you, and... Rocklahoma will forever. I, you know, I got you guys in podcast land can't see this, but my oh, eighteen-year-old son did his first tattoo on my leg, and it's <laughs> "Rock on, Don." Hell yeah! <laughs> so we love you, brother. Hell yeah! Definitely, Mister Rocklahoma. I'm not shit compared to this man. Mm-hmm. But nothing. I would, I would have to say you. Are doing a fine job of carrying on the tradition because well, I, you you are the type of person that people gravitate to. You're the type of person that is friendly to everybody well, that deserves yeah. it. 
you know. That, that's awesome. <laughs> I, I appreciate you guys. Yeah. And you're the life of the party when you're around. So it's kind yeah. of like you're carrying that tradition on. So I think that's and the, And that's cool because it's, you know, I when I when I seen this guy, I was automatically magnetized to this guy. And I wanted to be like him. And Three Doors Down's playing. And hopefully they sing that song. <laughs> if I could be like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, Don Rennick was everything that Rocklahoma is about. So rock on, Don. We love you. Hell yeah. And he'll be honored this year and forever year after that. Right? He That's will right. be That's there. Right. He will be there. In spirit, we love you, and we love you, Amanda Rennick. Does she still come out there? She does come out there. Okay. And she will be here. She will be there this year. Okay. Good deal. Well, we talked about all of Thursday on on the Jaeger Retrospect pre-party. At the same time, starting at 6 on Axis, they're doing pre-party as well. So there's always a little conflict on some bands. So you got to kind of make your decisions and run mm-hmm. back and forth, you know. And we've done that yes. the last. I've done that last too. few years, you know. Run back and forth to make sure we. God, it's exhausting. See what we want to see. Yeah, but it's so fun. It's hard when you get a few drinks in you, but you still make it happen. Right. No, that makes it funner. Then. Well, you know, and, and we got to see grind, and then we'll get back in time to the Yeager State see chaotic resemblance. C.J. McClellan. Yeah, we got to see grind. Dale Driver. I love those guys. You know, I haven't seen them live yet, oh, but really? I do have their CD. Oh, they're and, badass. And I like it. It's, they are badass it's, it's rock and roll. Live. Yeah. Rock and roll. You've got to see them. Yeah we've, yeah, we've seen them a couple times, and they're they're just great. You know, just great human beings, great musicians, great. Sorry, go. Yeah, they are, they are <laughs> but, really good. Yeah, and, you know, definitely looking forward to them. And like I kind of said about the W Door, I'm glad it's early enough in the day that I'm not going to miss it and conflict with anything. Yeah, yeah, no <laughs> shit. And like you said, run back over there to see Chaotic Resemblance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, we've got Thursday on Axis, we've got Framing the Red, Well Hung Heart, Emperors and Ele- Elephants, Nick Nose, Drek, and even the Dogs. I haven't seen this Nick Nose yet. I haven't seen him either, but I've I've heard phenomenal things about him. I've read constantly about they're kind of like a Southern Rock thing, I guess. Okay. And... From what I can tell, they're doing good. They're playing. They did like an East Coast tour. Did yeah. CD release parties up in like New York and stuff. Nice. And they're they played Sturgis last year, and I think. Oh really? That's I cool. think Sunshine has something to do with them as well because I know she's, you know, pumping them a lot. So I think maybe she's involved with them. And, she's pimping them out. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> You're so fucking articulate. I love you, brother. <laughs> and by the way, you much more handsome in person than you are in pictures. Well, thank you. And so Jason, I take bad pictures, is that what you're saying? And Jason, you are a fucking sexy beast. Damn right. Damn yeah. right. Hey. That beard's phenomenal. It's almost getting to Mike Starkey Oh, level. I love the beard. The beard is epic. Uh, no, I don't epic. know if it's getting to Mike Starkey level. You're that trying. is no. epic. That oh, is epic. fuck, that's funny you mentioned that because I just seen a picture of him on Facebook with, I guess his daughter is graduating today. And congratulations about that. But goddamn, his fucking shit got long. His beard is epic. Yeah. Man, my shit grows slower than pubic hair, man. (laughs) I swear to God it does. Yeah. (laughs) Your shit's getting long, too. Yeah, I'm trying to get it out there. 
There you go. No, I had an epic. I had an epic you beer. You did have an epic beer. Yeah, yeah, but my wife, thank God, we made a deal. She quit smoking. I shaved my shit. There you go. And yeah, <laughs> I remember that picture. That was pretty crazy seeing you with clean face there. Yeah, with a short <laughs> beard. I mean, <laughs> well, Thursday, framing the Reds hitting the stage on Access, and these are. You know, it's this band's just a good time, good time rock and roll. You know, I think you said if you like Three Doors Down, Fuel, kind of that middle of the road, yeah, hard rock, you'll yeah. dig them. It's just that good American party rock and roll vibe. And uh, we've actually had a couple of their past members on the podcast, yes, but their current have. members probably don't want to talk about that, so we'll just <laughs> leave it at that. <laughs> and then Emperors and Elephants. I know Randy Cooper used to be in this band, and... From what I heard from them, it's kind of cool, but I can't go too in depth because I've never have seen. Have they them. played Rocklahoma before? I feel oh, like they did last have. year, but I'm not positive. I, I think they did when Randy was in the band. I've seen I'm the like, goddamn name before, yeah. but I don't know if I've seen them live yet. Well, but, maybe you will at, at 11 o'clock. What's going on in Yeager? Uh, that's exactly when Electric Cuter's play, so that's kind of a conflict for people. Yeah, it's a. <laughs> Then, okay, let's just get to the nitty-gritty. You know, I got, I got a thing about that, too. Why do, I wish the uh, the AEG or whoever schedules the the stages, I wish they wouldn't conflict the stages. Well, I think the actual festival itself on Friday, yeah, Saturday, I Sunday, know it doesn't. I'm getting way ahead of ourselves, yeah. but, but, you know, that's, it kind of sucks, man. Yeah, I know. Maybe start the festival, like, at noon. So everything gets spread out a little bit yeah. more. Yeah, so they don't conflict because, well, first, you know, it's hard. And if it's hot and it's humid, it's hard to be oh, drunk. No. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the first three, it's hard on a motherfucker. The first, like, maybe three years, at least, three or four years, they, they started bands at noon and, and yeah. the festival. And that was also hard getting out there. Because there were some bands we want to see at like 11 or noon inside the festival and you're trying to and you're drag still, your butt over yeah, there. you're still nursing a fucking hangover. Yeah, and, 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 and if, if you're like, like me, if you're like me, July. it takes a while to get ready, too. Yeah, no shit. No shit. <laughs> I just can't wake up and go. Yeah. i got to brush my tooth. <laughs> <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> so, so well, I mean, you know, Thursday night we got direct. I mean, what do you think about that? Oh, Fuck. I know that you're not going to miss that on Axis. Yeah. If you motherfuckers out there in podcast land miss Drek, then you might as well just take your ass home. Okay. Uh, now, now is, is is this when we want to play a song by Drek? Yeah, you want, we should do that now. Yeah. All right. It, it's it's probably one of the baddest, fucking most makes you want to get up and fucking break shit or. You know, this song right here that you're going to play right now, like, for a year and a half straight, I play this every morning, back to back to back to back to back to get to work. Fuck yeah. It, wow. it you really have, to have that kind of thing sometimes. And this song, it, the whole fucking Happens CD is badass, but this song, it like, instantly became one of my all-time favorite songs because it's just like adrenaline it's like blood pumping it's just like get up and fucking break shit and fucking just let's do this nice yeah nice well let's check this out this is drek choices nice 
All right, once again, that was Choices by Drek. This is badass stuff. I love these guys. I love, uh, like when we saw them live, how they mix like a ton of different styles together and do it extremely well. Yes, And this song is a great example of that. You know, it starts off slow and groovy and then gets into that real heavy, fast riff. And then his vocals are rough and then fast. And, you know, he does that all over the whole album, you know, and live. You know, it's just great band. And it's a treat. Yeah. Can't wait to see him again. Like I said, when we saw him before, it's great. And I remember when we saw him with you, you know, I guess you had told him you love the song because he, uh, he had put the mic in your face to have you sing some of the words. He did. <laughs> he did, and that was cool. Yeah. I hope I fucking nailed it, too. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, one of your favorite songs of all time, huh? One of my favorite songs of all time, Up you there, know. You're talking about with Maiden and Slayer and Metallica and everything? Oh, God. It, <laughs> you know, I, I have a choice few. This song makes me just, like, want to get up. It, it made me, for like a year and a half, it made me want to get up and go to a fucking job that I didn't like. <laughs> so this one song. So it served that fucking purpose. It, it served that purpose. Yeah. Yes, it that's did. great. So, Drek, I love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you like that song, you can find it on Reverb Nation. They've got other songs on there. Look them up. Contact them, buy an album from them. If you see them in Rock, Oklahoma, buy a t-shirt. Support yeah. these dudes, man. Merch. Oh, out of Kansas merch. City. Yeah, buy definitely, merch. Definitely merch. That's how these guys can fucking do it. Support these guys. Support local music. Yeah, that goes Buy merch. Any band you see at Rocklahoma, if you love them, go over there and buy something. I mean, most of these bands have stickers for a buck or yes. two or a koozie yeah. for three you, bucks. You or, a koozie for, yeah, five yeah. bucks. It's like fucking do it. Yeah. And that's funny you mentioned... sell t-shirts for cheap, 10 or yes. 15, too. So. And that's funny you mentioned that because the first band that I ever bought a CD from was Triple Seven. Oh, yeah? Yes. And those are the that was the first band that I ever connected with. And those guys were so cool. They're still cool, but they're obviously they're not making music anymore. Um, but that was the first CD that I've ever bought from Rocklahoma was Triple Seven. Wow. Yeah. And was that in 2013 or 12? It was uh, 2013. Yeah. Love those guys. <laughs> Love those guys. Wish they would do a comeback yeah. or reunion or whatever they got to do. But, you know, shit happens. Yep. Shit happens. Yep. Yeah, there's a ton of bands that have played Rocklahoma that have split up. Uh, I'd love to see you back there. Oh, God. Let me mention another one. Yeah. Uh, First Strike. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There you go. What, another one of my favorites. I love you guys. You know, my, Mike D. Petrillo, he has other things going with Driver. But, you know, that's the business, I guess. Yeah. First Strike was one of my favorite fucking, man, yeah. love them motherfuckers. Talking about badass, yeah. Yeah. And they've been doing it for 35 years yeah, or 30 forever. plus years, you know. Yeah. Well, Friday now. Okay. Like early on in the day, if you get over to Axis before the, the gates open, you've got four bands playing. Troy, Octave Jaw. 500th year and sick. Okay. Never heard of any of them. <laughs> I've, seen so, I, I've seen Octave Jaw on some like Murdoch like shrine I, shows. Yeah. I, I, I Steve Murdoch. 
Unfortunately, that, we got to get into him. Yes, we need it's to mention to Steve Murdoch too because oh, he does oh, yeah, work hard. Sure. He and, does work hard at this shit too. Yes. And he's been on our podcast. Go dig that up. He's got some cool stuff to say for upcoming that's, bands. Yes, that's right. A lot of good advice for young bands. We love Steve Murdoch. Yep, he puts on some killer metal shows in Tulsa. Even though he comes off as an asshole, he's really not. <laughs> you know, you probably hear this. I know. I love Steve Murdoch, and he knows that. Yeah. <laughs> love you, Steve. Yeah. But um, I've heard of Octave Jaw. I've never heard of any other 500th year. Are they all local Tulsa bands? I'm not sure. I didn't say. I should have looked that up, but I know it's kind of hard because there's so many. I've looked up a lot of bands I didn't know about, but it's hard to look up every single one of them. So it's well, there were, there's no music going on at that time. So you guys take off to the Axis stage and go check them out. Yeah, for sure. Troy, Octave Jaw, 500th Year, and Sick. Yeah. Yeah, Friday from noon to 3, basically. That's yeah. the only place where music's going to be yeah. on the Axis stage. Oh, gosh. But then, Look at after the main stage, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but then we get into the nitty-gritty of what most people buy their tickets for, which is when the festival kicks off on Friday. Yeah. With Bang Fucking Tango. Oh, fuck. Bang Tango. As a matter of fact, I heard them last night on Hair Nation coming home from work. <laughs> nice. I will yeah. say that, you know, I was Bang Tango is one of those bands that I was always kind of indifferent towards. I don't love them, you know, but I like some of their stuff. Mm-hmm. But the band Beautiful Creatures, if you guys yeah. are not familiar with them, yeah. was not, Joe Lesty, the singer, his band after Bang Tango. They were like a turn of the century. They kind of had the, the sleaze kind of, you know, if you like kind of Buck Cherry-ish kind of stuff. And DJ Ashba. DJ Ashba. I like Buck Cherries. From, <laughs> <laughs> DJ Ashba from 6 a.m. was in Bang Tango for the first couple, I mean, Beautiful Creatures for the first couple albums. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. This, this album, the first album from Beautiful Creatures is... One Dude. of the most underrated albums that yeah, has ever it's, existed. It's in monumental. The world. See, it's you, you guys know so much mental. about music. Oh, I'm man. glad you guys do this shit. Every <laughs> well, thank week. you. And I mean, well, it, and if and if and if any of this does any good, it's that people will know that Beautiful yes. Creatures <laughs> did an amazing debut album that not enough people fucking know about. But we had to bring that up because I've seen Bang Tango since then, and they play a couple of these Beautiful Creatures songs usually. That's great. That's so great. it's totally worth checking out. Yeah. Oh, for sure. You know, Bang Tango's your 80s glam rock. The beautiful Can't pictures. wait. You know, it's just phenomenal stuff. Yeah. And then Friday, you know, we don't have... They still haven't released the time and the Times, order. yeah. So we can kind of just run through the bands that we know are playing. The side stage, which are Wilson, Red Sun Rising, Shaman's Harvest, and The Sword. Oh, God. I can't wait the to sword. see The Sword, dude. Fuck, I seen them in... Uh, 2014 was it yeah on the hard rock stage yep dude excellent <sighs> yeah. well i heard them before that so yeah. i was really looking forward to seeing them but man they're deep purple black sabbath uh and they're really young guys too man yeah yeah, yeah we had uh, we had kyle shut from the sword on the podcast and uh i mean just it, it, Badass. I mean, it's like if you like good um, stonery, retroy, but 
but you know, with a fresh sound. I mean, I can't wait to see these guys. Yeah, yeah I mean, first, their first few albums were real stoner rock, stoner rocky, but and Black Sabbathy. But this newest album they had is more like you said, retro kind of seventies. Yeah, I you love know, it. Thin Lizzy, Zeppelin kind of vibe as love well it. mixed in. Yeah, it's just it's, yeah. This is one of the ones that if you don't know them, just go see them. I think you'll dig it. Yeah. Yes. No matter what you're into. We've also. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say, I like Pop Evil. I know both of you do not. But I hate they are, Pop Evil. <laughs> they put on a great live show, but the last. I'm getting kind of. I'm not gonna say I'm bored with them, but I'm just not as excited because I've seen them enough. I think, and there's so much other stuff going. I on. I do like I, the song "Deal with the Devil." <laughs> I have, I do have something to say about Pop Evil. I, I, you know, to me, I don't, I don't love them or hate them. You know, they, they, I've seen them live at Oklahoma. They're great. People love them, and that's something. I will tell you though that their drummer is like the most animated fucking drummer. Guess what? He's gone. Are you serious? As of like two weeks ago. Fuck me. So there goes the only reason you were going to see him, right? Well, <laughs> god damn it. There it is there. We're not going to pop evil. Are you serious? Yeah. You're I not going to be sitting in my seat. Because that was the thing evil. is I, I enjoyed yeah. seeing that guy. And you know, I, I, shouldn't say, I shouldn't say I hate him because a lot of people love him, but it's just not my thing. But I really don't think that they're like main stage worthy. I really don't. <laughs> but who am I? I'm nobody. So son of a bitch. I'm still bummed about the drummer. Well, make well, a deal with the devil I, then. <laughs> <laughs> Guess what? He's not the last man standing. Sorry. No. Oh well, shit. And I am not Chuck Woolery. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, the I haven't seen a news story, but someone in the Rockville freaking Homer group, I think it was Roy Parker, went and saw him. And Shreveport. Oh, he lo- he loves he like, loves pop people. There was it was one of those I can't remember what tour they're on, but maybe there was a couple other bands. And he posted a picture of a girl drummer, and someone said, "What's going on?" He said, well, "Oh yeah, I seen that." They're, I guess they were trying out new drummers like every night. It was something weird, like they didn't have a definite feeling. I don't know. I can't uh, speak like I know for sure, but all I know is the drummer is gone. I guess the sword being tangled. I'm basing this off of what I read on Facebook so it might be wrong but <laughs> hey if, if it's on Rock of Freaking Homa you better fucking believe it okay there you go what Shaman's Harvest they're good Red Sun Rising nah bullshit Wilson Wilson Wilson's good Wilson is good I love Wilson Freeway Mad oh my god we gotta catch Freeway Mad too yeah. Yeah, these Freeway are, Ma- I think from Freeway Mad on, they're all uh, uh, retrospect. retrospect bands. Yes. But these bottom, these and bottom, Severmine. Have you heard Banshee? I have not heard Banshee. We played them on the podcast a couple months oh, ago. Fuck, a couple yeah, months these ago. Guys before my time. Rule. It might have been. It was before you started listening every time, probably three okay. or four months ago. Yeah, I listen to every week. And they're like extremely like 80s metal. Yeah. You know, not oh, glammy, really? but just like you're. Your classic metal. Yeah, like classic metal. Like Maiden or something. Yeah. That's my shit, because yeah. I'm stuck in the 80s, you guys. Yeah. That's right. And uh, we've got, just to run through those real quick. Death Grip. Death oh, Grip. we we got to mention Death Grip. The the drummer of Death Grip is uh, Scott Bond. Right. Formerly of Rough Justice. Well, actually, not formally. 
it, Rough Justice is still alive. It's just uh, Rough Justice, one of my favorite Rocklahoma bands. Man, Scott Bond, I love you, brother. I can't wait to see you. <laughs> Death Grip, this is supposed to be a little harder and a little heavier. So really? don't miss Death Grip. Oh, yeah, we'll check it out. And one of the bands I'm looking forward to more than anyone on the whole bill, Last in Line. Yep. Yes. All right, if you don't know who Last in Line is, <laughs> open the can and the mic. The beers are flowing. Yeah. Oh, in your face, too. Oh, 3D in your face? There you go. The beer can? <laughs> no, I didn't. I was just swiping my eyes. Foam? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Last in Line, get their album. It's all killer, no filler. This thing is badass. Heavy crown, baby. It's, there you go. Harder, everything. This, I need to get it. All three. I don't have it yet. It's all three of the the members of the original Dio band, except, yeah. you know, excluding Dio. Rest in peace, Jimmy Bang. Yeah, that's yeah. right. They Jimmy Bang yeah. recorded the album. I have vivid memories of seeing him at the Sacred Heart tour. Wow. Oh, wow. God damn it, he was right there. Was he on the left side or the... No. Man, he was right in front of me on the Sacred Heart tour. And it was just... God damn. That's... They had these big old rocks. Yeah. Big old rocks on the Sacred Heart tour. And I was a little short fucker. (laughs) But I made my way to the front. And, like, these big old rocks were, like in my way so I couldn't see much but man I have you know I can remember I can remember back like 25 years but I can't remember fucking yesterday yeah <laughs> it's fucking really weird Fuck. rest in I peace Jimmy there. Ben yeah. Vivian Campbell he's came a long way yeah, yeah. Do, does this man have Vivian Campbell in it yeah oh God. sure does yeah it's Vim- Vivian Campbell and uh, Vinny Apice. Yeah. And then of course, oh my God! I would get these and, fuckers if if they can autograph me. <laughs> I will have them tattooed on me. That's right, because then, they bring back so many memories, man. Yeah, yeah, Dio, man. It's like in their live set. I've looked at a lot of set list. It's just like you would expect. It's like there's a few of their new songs on there, and then there's like five or six Dio songs. Heavy there. on the Dio, yeah. And they're gonna be. They're probably gonna be. My guess is they're probably gonna be headline in the main stage. I yeah. mean. The, the side stage, the hard yeah. rock stage, or whatever it's called. Really? You think so? Yeah, I mean, look at them on the list. They're right, they're that high up. And that's yeah, I know. So that would mean... Usually, yeah, you know, let... you know, kind of in that slot like Jakey Lee was, where you're, you know... Oh, God, my highlight season. of last year and yeah, my yeah, whole Rocklahoma yeah. career. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, you know, I heard... There's a Last in Line song that they play on Ozzy's Boneyard. Yeah. And I swear that I can just, I can imagine Dio singing the song. Yeah. yeah. It, it's got that vibe. and it's Man. Yeah. And what's great about that band is that they got a guy that isn't a clone of Dio, but their music obviously still sounds like Dio. Yeah. It, it does. So it kind of still has its own vibe, but it still has a Dio vibe as well. Who's right. playing bass for him now? Uh, Phil Susan. He used to, to be in um, Ozzy. At one point, Play right? for Ozzy for a bit. He's been in a band called Beggars and Thieves. If you saw him, you'd recognize him. God damn, you guys know everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, he knows everything. What uh, else? This is off the subject right now, but hey, I heard good. a Deep Purple song on the way here, and 
What albums were David Coverdale on? Like the one of the the second, third maybe. Like him and Glenn Hughes are on like the first, the very early ones. Okay, you know I knew it, you guys would fucking know. It wasn't and, long, you know. I don't. I've always loved Deep Purple, but I don't like own all their albums, you know. So I don't know everything. Mm. But you know, it was like he left Deep Purple and started White Snake way before most people realized White Snake yeah. started like seventy six right. or something. Yeah, hey, who was the original really vocalist of Deep Purple? Well, the I think there was someone before. Coverdale and Glenn Hughes. Sorry to get off the subject, no. but I was just wondering. And then after Coverdale and Glenn Hughes, of course, is Ian, Ian Pace. Is that right? That's Ian, the drummer. No, Ian. Uh, so who? So Ian who, Gillen. Yeah. So who's <laughs> vocals on Perfect Strangers? Ian Gillen. All the all sweet the, Lucy was a dancer. I, all the, none of us would chance it. All the classic radio hits: uh-huh. Highway Star, Smoke on the Water, Woman from Tokyo, all that stuff. That's all Ian Gillen. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. That was all after. Sorry to get off the subject yeah, for Oklahoma, but the Coverdale love me some fucking deep purple, man. Yeah. It's just a lot more bluesy and uh, yes. And hardcore and long songs, you know, not yeah. it wasn't as radio friendly, cut down like they became after that, you know. So, so, so next we've got six a.m. I mean, what do y'all think of that, Nikki Six? Yeah, here's my, my statement, real quick. Okay, I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I have to emphasize that to see Nikki Six, Nikki Six, Sticks. Nikki Six. We're all drinking here, <laughs> so <laughs> it's not Sticks. I'm still Panther. <laughs> I cannot wait to see Nikki Six on a stage with a vocalist who can actually fucking sing. Look at that. I laid it out there. Motley well, Crue well, well. live sucks. Yeah, Sorry. they do. They do. No, they the ba- do. The band's great. The vocalist if, sucks. If they got John Karabi, they'd be fucking amazing. Right. Just saying. But, okay, we got this guy, Michael. What's his name? Uh, something Michael already forgot. Sorry. James Michael. James Michael. He's great singer. You know, and obviously this is totally different from Motley Crue, so it's not even really a comparison. But I just, being a huge Motley Crue fan and being a huge Nikki Six fan of his music, I can't, like I said, I just can't wait to see him on a stage with someone who doesn't suck live. Yeah. So what is Nikki Six doing? He's just, I, don't get me wrong, I love Nikki Six, but what is he doing? He's just, he's playing bass, he's, he's playing songs, bass, man. he's he playing bass and attracting all the attention. But he wrote all those songs, too, you know. Oh, he did write all these songs. Yeah. I okay, don't know if, so, they wrote, if they wrote him with him, but, you know, Motley Crue, the bulk of it was written by him as well. Okay, so this is, yeah, that's true. So this is him putting his own shit on display, right? Yeah. Okay. And I can't we, wait to see them either because I'm a huge Nikki Six fan. Yeah. I, I'm just. Yeah, I'll go watch them. I'm not familiar with the the 6 a.m. I know that one song they played on the radio, uh, Come to My Funeral, Life is Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And then Lies of the Beautiful People got played a lot, too. Okay. But their their first two albums I love a lot. The the third and fourth one I like, but just not as much as those first two. But it's still going to be... It's one of the things I'm looking forward to because we've never had an opportunity to see them because they haven't really toured up until this past year. That's yeah. cool. And, dude, I would get a fucking Nikki Six tattoo, a Nikki Six signature tattoo Hell on yeah. me any fucking day. What about a Dave Mustaine one? Because Megadeth is next. Dude, I will give fucking Dave Mustaine a hand job. Hell yeah. <laughs> okay. so, so, For everything he's done. So, yes. so Megadeth is next on Friday. So I'm pumped for that one. Uh, I, I 
I their new album Dystopia is badass. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I've seen good. You know, Chris Adler from Lamb of God is going to be on drums. Dave Mustaine is a genius. There you go. And I just have to say something. I hate to stray a little bit, but today I listened to Super Collider again, and I don't really understand why people got so butthurt about that album. I like it's it. It's still Dave Mustaine. Because maybe save for like, you know, the Dance in the Rain or and, you know, and the Blackest Crow or whatever. I mean, it's really not. Even the Dance in the Rain song had it. It stopped and had a breakdown where it was thrashy as fuck. It's like... Why were people bitching so much? But still Dave Mustaine and better than anything that they can put yeah, out. Yeah, true. Well, so, <laughs> so anyways, I, you know, I'm, I'm really looking forward to uh, Megadeth. It's going to be one of the highlights of the Me whole too, man. I, ha- I haven't seen fucking Megadeth since the Clash of the Titans tour. Are wow. you serious? Wow. Yes. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, no, wait. No. Gigantor. With Megadeth and Dream Theater. Okay. That was like okay, the so one. that was after. Yeah. That was the first Gigantor. And, you know, I'm looking so forward. Man, oh, it's too bad that it wasn't a headlining set, yeah. though. But, but it is what like it is. 50 minutes, maybe, or something. <laughs> 50, well, minutes of, 50 minutes of Hangar 18. <laughs> uh, uh, Holy Wars. Fucking Wake Up Dead. Yeah. Oh my god! It'd be nice yeah, if they played Wake Up Dead or Dark Star. Or... They're gonna play some new stuff though. My yeah, favorite new stuff and Countdown. So. My favorite Megadeth song is The Conjuring and Ashes in Your Mouth. Oh yeah, nice. Mine's Breadline, but whatever. Yes, <laughs> I love Skin on My Teeth. I ain't gonna lie. So so Rob Zombie's next. What do y'all think of that? He always fucking brings it, man. It's oh. one of those. It's one of those ones where it's a. Just a live show that, you know, you don't want to miss because no. it's just something to behold, you know? Yeah. It's phenomenal musicianship. I've made my claim about how he's a, I, he's a little iffy vocally live, but his whole band covers for it, and he's not Vince Neil bad, so it... No, he's he, he makes He makes it work. <laughs> and, you know, the band's phenomenal. The stage show is killer. He always changes it up. And it's he like, does make it work. Yeah. And he and he looks so fucking freaky that, yeah. you know, who gives a fuck what yeah. he sounds like? Yeah. As you know, as he and, doesn't sound And he's bad. always got monsters or something on yeah. his stage. So we love monsters. <laughs> and, uh... John Five's insane. Yes, I love John Five. You know, I'm... I do love John Five. Let's just put it that way. And I really do, for all you Rocklahomers, Rockla freaking home, homas, <laughs> whatever the fuck. I really do think that he's going to do a, a tribute to Ben and Cody. Because when, you know, we, we can't talk about Rocklahoma without mentioning these kids that came up missing last year and tragically found in the lake, you know, and Rob Zombie was the first to show support for finding these kids last year because there was a picture floating around with, I think it was Cody. Was it Cody with, with the zombie band? I think so, yeah. Yeah, so oh, yeah, I did the meet and greet and stuff. So, yeah. so I really, I really do think that uh, 
Rob Zombie is going to be the man that he is and always will be and, like, mention these kids. Yeah, he'll give them a shout-out. And I think that I think he was really the only one that one he, one, the only ones that really, you know, championed the whole thing. Yes. Of, of bands and stuff. Yeah, he was. And that was really cool to him, man, to do that. And I look forward to seeing him. Yeah, me too. I, me too. You know, I love his movies and love a lot of his music. But he just, he really brings it. Yeah. Live. And, you know, I look forward to seeing him. Just, I just look forward to seeing his little fucking scrawny, fucking scraggly ass. <laughs> I really do. Yeah. He's a badass motherfucker, man. He is. And, that, and I know this sounds fucking gay, but... I just want to touch him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. He he did hold my hand uh, walking along the rail in Oklahoma City one yeah. year. That's right. Yeah, hey. He's hey. badass. Hey, I don't mean to rhyme, but being gay is okay. Uh, but I'm not gay. <laughs> well, like I met him like way back in like the '90s, and I, me and Thrasher, after a show in Oklahoma City, and. We're standing out there, and he came out of the bus and was signing autographs, take pictures, and there wasn't a whole lot of us, like ten people. You mm-hmm. know? And he uh, he had on that hat, like that cowboy hat that was they like leather, wear, yeah. and, you know, had the yeah. metal studs around it and stuff. Uh-huh. And I was just sitting there, you know, he was signing stuff. To people, I'm like, I've never done something this stupid or fanboy, but I'm like, hey, dude, can I have your hat? <laughs> no, I don't know why I said it. <laughs> You know, and what you expect him to just like ignore me or tell me the F off, but he sat there and looked at me and like for three or four seconds, like he was contemplating it. And he's like, man, I've only got two of these. I'm sorry. Oh, he's only so got he was two? was like really thinking about it. <laughs> That's like, classic well, he, right there. he thought about it. That's know? a good story. <laughs> well, after that, after that, I guess uh, rounding out the night is disturbed. I mean, I... I know you're not I have, a fan. I have not very much to say about that, so I'm going to let y'all take it. I don't think you're a fan either, are you? Um, I am a fan of Disturb. Okay. I really Honestly. do like Disturb. Stupefied is one of my favorite songs of all time. Um, that first album, man, is just but, great. But the set, the set that they did at Carolina Rebellion, and the cover tunes, come on. David Draymond, <laughs> come on! Let, yeah, well, let that the, let that shit go, man, and and throw some pain redefined in there, and some dropping plates oh, drop for John plate. Stowe. Yeah, that's a great song. Man. Come on, and you know, Sons some, of Plunder. Yes, and some <laughs> fucking believed and Sons of Plunder. That sounds like a goddamn pirate song or some shit. I don't <laughs> and. This is great to me. David Draymond didn't look like he enjoyed being on the stage at Carolina Rebellion. Well, I think he's, that's just his, the way he always looks is like he, you know, he doesn't. My brothers and sisters, my blood. (laughs) He just looks kind of, he doesn't, you know, he's not smiling, so he doesn't look like he's not happy, but I mean, I don't know. Nah, if that he, makes sense. He's but, got a baby now, so be happy. It was put on a great show. I mean, I heard an interview with I him love on. Disturbed, though. You know, I've only seen him once. I am looking forward to seeing him again. Okay. I mean, they sound solid. It's not something that you have to worry about them not sounding good. And the guitar player plays leads now. 
Gotta love that. Gotta love yeah. that. Yeah, it makes you wonder. And the bass player is, uh, what band's he in? With someone else that we dig? Oh, he's been in, he was in Union Underground. He's been in Adrenaline Mob. Adrenaline Mob. Yeah, he, he's, uh, he's in something is else. Is he in that God band, Into the Fire, with Tim King? I think soil? he is. Okay. God, I, right. don't yeah. quote me, but. So, so this moves us on to Saturday. Well, no. Or, or Friday we, after or the... we still not done with, with Friday, sorry. After the main stage. Okay, okay, I see where, yeah, we gotta get to this. On sure. Axis, we've got, we've got a couple bands, but the main thing we want to mention is Severmind. Oh, fuck. Fucking love this band. We gotta get these guys back on the podcast. These guys are the fucking masters. Yeah, Stacy Lane and Derek Sanders were... Two of the first guys we had on the podcast right. as an interview, yeah, like way back, I think it was like you 10, know, and, 10 or 11. And, and God bless them, because me and you, we, we brought our dork asses up in there with the laptop, and I, I was nervous as shit, you know? Well, yeah, because that's when we were first interviewing people, were like, hopefully we don't ask anything stupid, yeah. but they were cool. and yeah. They know, were way cool. You know, we know them way cool. a little bit better now, so it's easier. Oh, anyway, yeah, that's great. But, yeah, like you said... We need to get them, get the other guys on here as well. But this is a band that if you have not seen them, do yourself a favor. They're as good as any band on the main stage when it comes to a live show. Oh, no shit. I mean, if you like just straight up meat and potatoes, heavy metal, if you like, you know. Metal, that's what it is. If you like BLS, Megadeth, fucking, I mean, this is just chunky fucking, uh, this is just the right shit to listen to. In my opinion, they should be opening up for a tour band. Oh, oh yeah, I, they I, really should. They're 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 you know one of my absolute favorites in the whole town. Mine too. I mean, I just think that right now, hands down. Yeah, they should be. They should be opening for any fucking band that comes through here. Any band. You hear that, Dave Mustaine? If you do Gigantor, have Severmind out there opening That's right. the show. That's Absolutely. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, let's jump it in. Should, it should be. Actually, it should be Slayer, Anthrax, Death Angel, and Severmind opening. Oh, wow. Yeah, <laughs> that, put that them on yes. the tour. That, that would, would be, be a fucking bill right there. Yes. <laughs> so, so now we're on to Saturday. And the first thing that happens, like we started talking about earlier, is the GA Rock stage. You mentioned Switchbox. But we've got one of the other things I'm looking forward to the most of this whole thing. Oh, fuck yeah. Is Sprout, John Alotta, Mike Starkey, and Tony Hinton. Yes! Screaming Red Mutiny. Screaming Red Mutiny. They will be uh, camping at Camp Chaos, by the way. This is going to be bad <laughs> fucking ass. ass. This is features guys that were in King Shifter, Blackwater Rebellion, Even the Dogs, and The Joint Effect. God damn, I love some King Shifter. All four of those bands are great, and this band is great. We've heard two songs from them. Yes. They're going to bring it out at Rocklahoma. Their CD should come out shortly after that. They're playing at least twice, maybe three times. I think twice on this whole. Event. Yes. But, I can't wait. Man, 10 a.m., that's going to be hard for me, but we got to make it happen. because it's. Yeah, oh, we, we will make there. it happen. we got to be there somehow. And directly following them, once again, like we mentioned before, The Devil You Adore. Travis D. Travis D. And we mentioned Blackwater Rebellion. Cody Slane, the singer of that band, is in another band now at Arkansas called Scorned. Scorned, baby. I hadn't heard him, but 
I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, they're on Reverb Nation. You can check them out there. Love me some Cody Slane, man. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, great dude. We had him on the yeah, podcast as well. Yeah, he was on the podcast. Well. Check Shout that out. out. And then, of course, Fist of Rage is closing out the rock party stage on Saturday. Goddamn, right. Paulette Haas. They played... They played um, great band, by the way. Yeah. I love me some Fist of Rage. But they played uh, Camp Jaeger like at fucking... Three o'clock in the morning one year, and all I can do is sit there and fucking take about a thousand pictures of Paulette Haas, the <laughs> bass player. I was like, oh my god, I'm... but of course she's a beautiful lady. But I was drunk and blah blah blah. Right? She knows that. I've already explained well, this to her. Uh, They're I'm, badass. Lives. Yeah, we yeah. saw them. We saw them. Eeyore, open up. is he gonna wear the Eeyore suit? Again? I don't know. We, we saw them open up for John Karabi, and they were badass. Oh, really? Yeah, just you're you're gonna get you're gonna get fisted. Yeah, yes. fist of rage. I, I don't That's like fist fun. And they've got maybe a finger least, or two, but they used not to have, fist. They used to have T-shirts and koozies that said "Get Fisted," so I don't know if they still do, but yeah. be on the lookout for that. Yeah, good band. Just buy that regardless because it says "Get Fisted" on it. Hey, beer koozie of rage. Remember that? I think they're <laughs> looking for a drummer <laughs> right now or something. Yeah. Well, getting into Saturday. Let's see. The first uh, we've got on the retrospect inside. I know we've got Ragdoll that you mentioned. Yes. Can't wait for that. Playing again. We've got Prophets of Addiction. We saw these guys open for John Crabby as well. Yeah. Is that the same show? No, that was Scattered Hamlet. Or Scattered Hamlet, yeah. yeah. And they were real real kind of raw, punky, kind of glammy. Sleazy, glammy yeah. kind of thing, yeah. yeah. And then uh, Chainmail. Who's a badass band out of Tulsa? God, I can't Straight up, fucking wait. Fucking Who introduced show? me to that band? Um, Trevor Tree, I think he introduced me to Chainmail. Yes, we love Trevor. Tre- that guy Trevor, kicks ass. Trevor knows a lot yeah, about freaking music. Yes, he does. His age, he's a yes. He's a kid, and he knows a lot about music. Yeah, much respect. Chainmail's badass, but you know, and of course, Dead Metal Society. Dead right. Metal. I love that. I love. Man, I'm attracted to cover bands for some reason. I like cover bands. And Dead Metal, <laughs> I seen them last weekend and he forgot the lyrics to Uncle Tom's Cabin three <laughs> times. Dude, it was classic. But that's one of my all-time favorite songs yeah, once it. again. Yeah. We're, we're going into this all-time favorite theme for some <laughs> reason. But DMS is great live, man. they like I said, they're a cover band of '80s metal and glam metal, and they they bring it. All solid musicians. It's just exceptional. Can't wait. But getting into the the side stage and the main stage, Wild Throne is a band. I listened to their album a few weeks ago. Dude, they're fucking nuts. It's just nuts. It's insane. It's just phenomenal. It's just all over the place. It's like that crazy kind of uh, what the Mars Volta mixed with Fake No More mixed with metal nice it's just this i just i can't wait to see these guys i just imagine it's going to be great i know tons of people are huge on avatar i've only heard a few songs and i've liked them but i'm gonna go check them out i think they're one to check out because they look you know they look like they they they're the type of band that's going to bring it live Mm -hmm. and then getting into the the badass section of this whole fucking festival here we go 
Devil Driver and Hatebreed back yeah. to back. I would oh, assume. God. Haven't seen either one of them. Oh, wow. Looking forward to seeing both of them. Yes. I've never seen Devil Driver, and I got to tell you, Trent is more of a Devil Driver fan than I am. I'm just now kind of turning on to him. But I know that fucking Hatebreed, this will be like the fucking 400th time I've seen him. Oh, really? Uh, I don't know. Nice. You've seen him a million times. Um, their new album is bad fucking ass. I listened to it twice this morning. It came work. out Friday. Yeah, it's fucking oh, really? amazing. I cannot wait to see Hatebreed. They're one of my top, top highlights of the whole festival. Yeah. We got to back up, though. The Salem's Lot. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Salem's yeah. Lot. Oh, my God. You like them, huh? Yeah, okay. I really do. It's a good, they have this 80s Motley Crue-ish fucking fuck you. <laughs> fucking your grandma, your mother, and your sister theme <laughs> to them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, yeah. Well, uh, I, we're kind of jumping around because it's hard to keep track of these, we, but we're talking about Saturdays. So. Yes, this is Saturday. Yeah. Earlier on Saturday on the Axis stage, uh, Locust Grove is playing. And oh, that's right. This features Zane Smith, who was in uh, uh, fucking Anti Mortem. Anti Mortem. Yeah. Did you ever hear them? No. Okay, they're they're from Oklahoma City or Norman, something. Yeah. Ricky, right. And they they got signed by it. What they, Century Media? Yeah, and they were picking up steam. They were on gym. tour opening for Machine Head and a couple other bands. Yeah, they they went to Europe. And, and then, then after just, like two years, I've they heard just, good things about him. They, they played for Oklahoma a couple times. Yeah, two or three years ago, and they just broke up. I saw them over from Machine Head too. They're just great band, and they just broke up. I don't know the story on it, but Locust Grove. I'm looking forward to seeing them. Yeah, and I've, I haven't I've seen them. I've online. heard really good things. About great it. band, yeah. Well, we were, you know, we were talking about Chainmail earlier. When, where are they at? Where are they playing? When they're on retrospect. Okay. We, they don't have times listed for all this stuff. In gotcha. The okay. Okay. Sorry. Sorry, guys. No, that's fine. No, oh, that's good. Yeah. Because so, I don't know so, anything either. So, so where are we at now? Well, I know you're really looking forward to POD. No, I'm not. Nah. Sorry. <laughs> it doesn't mean they so suck. Alive. Doesn't mean they suck. That's a good I'm song. I'm just not I, looking forward to. Them. I will say, you know, that I don't love them. I don't hate them, but. I do hate that song, Youth of the Nation. Okay. That pisses me off. But everything else they have, I'm cool with. Like, but, but Seven Dust, they yeah, always. Yeah, yeah. Seven Dust the thing always. Is after them is Seven it, Dust, man. and they kick fucking goddamn ass. Seven I love Dust. Seven Dust. Be one of the best bands of the bill. Uh, yes. Yes. Uh, they are. Trying to get a hold of John Connolly to come holler at us for a little bit. That'd be cool. Yeah, they. If you've never seen them, just do it, man. These guys. Yes. Bullet for my Valentine, they love that band. Yeah, I know you're looking forward to that. Love that band. Yeah. I um a couple years ago they were like the top band on my want to see list and I got so drunk <laughs> that I passed out and missed them. Wow. So this They're year is my redemption year. year. Okay, yeah. good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Scream, aim, fire, temper, temper. They yeah. got some great stuff. Love that. Uh, has no one told you your cries are all in vain? <laughs> cries in vain. Yeah. That's one of my favorite bullet for my Valentine songs. Nice. Yes. Well, we've also got Vinnie Paul and Chad Gray. Hell yeah. And hell yeah. Amazing. I don't want to see. 
Well, they're main stage worthy. I do think. But you, but, you know, if last, they put him over there again. Because one time they headlined the, the second stage. La- yeah. At Hard Rock. And man, I was right there front and center. And it was it was a good show. Mm-hmm. And I just. Bands with a lot of energy, I don't really think should play the main stage. I, just I get Because, that. you know, there's concrete and wood benches and shit. Just like Slayer last year. You know, it. They really didn't look like, of course they were getting paid, so they enjoyed it. But they really didn't look like yeah. they were enjoying whatever they was doing. Mm-hmm. Because there was no movement. And, you know, these bands, these bands, they really feed on the energy of the crowd. So, if there's no energy of the crowd, then they can't eat. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah it's right. Well, a lot of times they put bands higher up on the second stage so they can bill them higher and give them more respect because if they didn't, hell yeah, might be third or fourth down on the main stage. So if you have them headline in the second stage, you're going on at 10 o'clock and it's more of a big deal, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, well, uh, so looking at this, looking at this, is THC going to headline the hard rock? That's what I was wondering. Like, you know, you never know. They just kind of, because they always bring it. You know, I know there's a lot of THC fans. Yeah. They're, and they really do bring it. Yeah. I'm sure they'll be either high up at the top of the second stage or middle on the main stage. You would think it's probably the same thing. Like, you know, put them high up on the second stage because they're going to have a big crowd. And they've got right. the energy in the crowd and that kind of thing. Because I, I've seen YouTube, YouTube footage of the last time THC was played. The hard rock stage. And dude, there's fucking tons of fucking people at that stage. And I'm like, whoa, I didn't know there was that many people. Why did I leave that (laughs) at the the end of the set? Yeah. Because that fucker was popping. So I'm not going to lie, in a totally different vein, I'm looking forward to Collective Soul. Oh, I am too. Because I've always loved them. It's been many years since I've seen them. It's a totally different vibe than everything else going on that day. Which is kind of weird. So is that like the bush? Maybe The bush is, playing yeah. while Device yeah, was setting maybe, up? Maybe Could it be. is, you know. Because me, so. Rachel and I, we were waiting for Device while Bush was playing. It could be, but it'll be better sounding than Bush. You know, I could say that. Much. I don't know, dude. I, I like Bush. I always hated Bush, and I think they put on one of the no. best high, best shows of rock Oklahoma ever. They, they sounded like, really good. Yeah. Dude. I sat in the back and heard it. You know, because we have good seats, and I let one of our friends go up to our seat because mm-hmm. she loves Bush. And actually, no, was it your wife? Yeah, you. it was us. Yeah, that's who it was. I they, were, they were they were badass, and, I, thought and they, I hate that band, and they were great. Yeah, and I thought you know this they got band, a lot of fucking good songs. Yeah. You could pick at least. Five or six songs. Hey, and you know what? Radio. You know what? They were better than Guns N' Roses that night. <laughs> no. Don't tell him. It's like, Look, you know... Speaking of Guns N' Roses, Rachel and I left like three songs in. <laughs> Trent's going to go home now. And I, and I'm not going to kick myself in the ass because didn't they play like two hours? Oh. Yeah. They did. Yeah. And I wish I would have sat <laughs> through that shit. 
I'm not going to get into it because I mean I would rather have I'd rather have an ice pick jammed in my ear than listen to a Bush song. Oh, nah. Any of them. Glycer- well, Glycerin's one of the worst songs I've well, ever heard in my life. But get, what I'm trying to tell you was yeah. that they sounded good live. They're yeah. they're good musicians, but the music it's like Chevelle or it's like uh, Celine Dion. I'd rather be punched in the fucking throat than listen to that. Celine Dion. <laughs> it's just boring. Fuck, that was fucking random. Yeah. But what we're getting at is Collective Soul should be a good. You know, it'll be different. Tell me it'll a Collective okay. Soul song, so I'm familiar. Gel. December was a slow one that was a hit. Uh, you know, December. the world I know. Shine. Shine was the one where it's like. Yeah. Okay, that's Collective Soul. I'll hear that from a distance. <laughs> but then after that is Three Doors Down. What do y'all think? Um, I've never seen them. I will check them out. My thing is, yeah, my thing is, is I don't usually get into bands like that, but for some reason... You know, and, and I'll just be completely honest. They've got a lot of songs I don't dig. But it depends on... But but they've got a lot of songs I really do fucking get a kick out of. I do. But so it I'll depends, see them. I'll it depends on who's playing the hard rock yeah, exactly. at the time, though. Exactly. Because if it's if it's THC or Hatebreed, um, God damn, I gotta go to the fucking hard yeah. rock stage. Oh, I know. Well, I've seen Three Doors Down twice, and one time was great, and one time was not. I have yeah. not seen them yet. Like, I saw them on their first album. They were full of energy. It was awesome. And then I saw them probably ten years ago, and it was just boring. Yeah. Like, they well, just stood there on stage, and it was just like, well, all right. They sounded fine, but I so, looked after So, it was after the, after the, uh, when the Operation Desert Storm thing, and... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, because yeah. they, they had Shine Down and Alter Bridge opening for them. And both those you bands, can't fucking beat that. Both those bands no, are good... full energy, phenomenal live bands. And then you had Three Doors Down up there, just standing there, staring at their shoes like they were, you know, Pearl Jam in '91 or something. Yeah. You know, Pearl Jam's got I want more that energy album now. 10, they yeah. Pearl Jam too. Oh yeah, it's great. Well, well, after that, you know, we got the Scorps. So maybe we should get into that. The biggest, baddest thing that's going on at this whole thing. Yep, pretty much. I believe so. You know, the Scorpions. I, since Rock Loma started in 2007, every year we're like, who do you think is going to play next year? And every year I'm like, they got to get the Scorpions. Scorpions yeah. And then they finally did 10 years into it. So Speaking of which, I'm 33 and a third part Nostradamus. Okay. <laughs> and and to, to explain myself, it's because pulling out of the parking lot, I predicted it was going to be Tool, System of a Down, and Disturb. The headliners. Well, I got disturbed right. So, my my mother must have gave Nostradamus a blowjob while she was pregnant with me or something. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm 33 and a third part Nostradamus. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and directly after the Scorpions, Kevin's going to open a beer and party. There you go. <laughs> There's a precursor. It's all about the party, baby. <laughs> uh, Enslaved by Fear and Screaming for Silence are playing. Yes. Texas. Both these are great bands out of the Tulsa area. We're going to see Screaming for Silence tonight, right? Aren't they opening up for Searching no, for Searching Sanity? For oh, sanity. Crap, I always get those two. Men. <laughs> searching got, for Sanity, and got, that's one band that I haven't seen yet. It don't matter. I've seen tonight. 
I'm not gonna, gonna edit that out. My my bad. There's two bads okay, with that's cool. With, we're drinking with three you know, words. We're both two S's. <laughs> Fuck yeah. They both have except him. They both have three words. Now he's got some rum over there, dude. Is it strong rum? <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Knowing him it is. Okay. Yeah. We're just the All two right. scumbags drinking cool life. <laughs> yeah. right three here. point <laughs> three point fucking cool. This life. isn't rum, it's crown royal. Oh, okay. There you go. Yes, Even Crown better. Royal. That's Fuck, my wife's yeah. favorite drink. Yes. Well, after Fireball. <laughs> Enslaved by Fear, Don't Miss These Guys are a badass yes, metal band. Yes, they bring it. Brax, a great front man. It's just a great band. Brax is good. Saturday, same time, Camp Yeager's After Party. Oh, shit. Features a lot of great stuff. Screaming Red Mutiny again. Fuck yes. They're playing twice that day, once early in the morning, once late at night. We've got... Like we mentioned, Cody Slane, his band Blackwater Rebellion's playing. Freeway Mad is playing again. The Devil You Adore is playing their third set. Can't yes. wait for that. And once again, the Electrocutors. Electrocutors! Fucking raw! <laughs> fucking, oh, they're from fucking Siberia and Paris? Yeah. Well, I God knew damn! From, I knew they were from Paris. I didn't know someone was from Serbia. I can't wait. Hell yeah. We're jumping right into Sunday. We got another day of the GA Rock Party. Yes. 9 a.m. Micah. Micah. Yes. Devon. Devon Micah. Front woman who's only, is she only 18? Is that right? Or is she older than that now? Ooh, she's a woman, ain't she? (laughs) She is a woman. Watch out. Yeah. Great rock band they played last year, right? Or no, her other band played. Am I saying that right? What the hell was the band's name? She had that other chick with her, Uh. too, right? God, I should have wrote that down. Oh, I feel bad. No disrespect, but you, you girls still rocked it. <laughs> Agents of Chaos, do you know about them? Yeah. Well, actually, I seen that. I watched them on YouTube play a bunch of cover tunes. I didn't know they had any original songs, but obviously they do. And their cover tunes, they were they were covering Slayer and fucking oh, Metallica wow. and all kinds of shit. Watch so I was out. like, yeah. And I'm a huge fan of cover bands, man, for some reason. If they can know, do it good, yeah. Yes. Yeah. They speed they speed shit up too. Yeah. And like we said, Blackwater Rebellion's playing Saturday night in the middle of the night, probably one or two in the morning. Which and then, is gonna be badass. And then they're turning around and playing eleven AM Sunday morning. Love me some Blackwater and love me some Cody Slane. Yeah. Who's playing bass for them now, though? I'm not sure. If they, It's not Mike Starkey, though, right? No, he had left because Scream Red Mutant right. is a full-time thing. And right. last When we talked to Cody for the podcast, he said they were trying out people, but they didn't have anyone at that point. Well, I remember God damn, Facebook, I should have went had, and tried they, it out. They announced somebody. Okay. But I can't remember who it was. Well, guess who we have at noon? Searching for Sandy. Searching for Sandy, which we're so going to see tonight. we're going to see them tonight. Yes. Dude, and I swear, I swear that, I mean, I don't know how accurate I am about this, but the song that I shared on the Rocco Freaking Homa page a couple yeah. weeks ago, man, I, it totally reminded me of some newer Metallica stuff. Oh, I've I've heard them, and I, I definitely get a Metallica vibe, and that's yes, great. Straight that's Metallica great. vibe, yeah. right there. Yeah. And I can't wait for that. Charlie Charlie Ledford, and 
he's he's a good dude, and I can't wait to hear him pound the fucking skin. Hell yes. Tonight. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have a good time, man. Yes, we are going to have a good time. Well, directly, the good time's already starting. Hell yeah. Yes. Yeah. Hell yes. Ah. <laughs> well, directly after that, you're taking a stage. Oh, what fuck. What the fuck is up with that, by the way? Dude, actually, um... This is in regards to the Agents of Chaos uh, cover tunes. Okay. I, I, I seen, I heard a bunch that I would like, you know, that, you know, I want my 15 minutes of fame too. <laughs> but I got to make it to Harrison, Arkansas next week to practice with them. Because okay. they, they, they want me to practice with them at least one time. What, what songs are you doing? Um... I think it's going to be like For Whom the Bell Tolls. Yes. Uh, Dead Skin Mask. Wow. Um, um, what's the, uh, the on the 598 EP from Metallica? Yeah. Um, the Misfits Great Hell? Last Caress? Which one? The Wait? The Small Hours? Small Hours. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. I love I, I love that you Just do. call my name yeah. and I'll be there. I like that you're doing uh, that skin down. mask. That's one of oh, my favorite fucking yes. players. And and of course, uh Seek and Destroy. Yeah. yeah. I think I think we will uh close it out with that one. Nice. Cause that'll get everybody fucking going. Yeah. Rocklahoma, seek and destroy. <laughs> so can I say something here? Yes. When you're doing this, this is my birthday. Oh, it is. Yeah, so throw me a shout out while you're up there on stage. I will, <laughs> and I will make sure I'm there to rehearse next week, <laughs> just to give you a birthday present. And you know, I'm not. I'm not good. I'm not really good at vocals, but I I don't suck either. Yeah. So it won't suck. So everybody needs to come fucking check it out. At fucking 1 p.m., yeah. motherfuckers. That's right. <laughs> well, I want to do... Yeah. I want to jump back. Oh, I'm deleting all of you. <laughs> <laughs> I want to jump back today, and we didn't mention... I know you mentioned uh, Cody earlier, Ben and Cody, but on the rocks, GA Rock stage when the Devil Your Door plays at 11 a.m., I remember Travis saying that they're going to do like a moment of silence. Absolutely, for Ben and Trent. Cody. Absolutely. That's 11 a.m. Saturday at the Junior Rock stage, so get over there to represent that. Yes. Raise a toast. Raise a toast. Hey, and uh, Bridging the Gap, donate to this uh, cause. Trent has worked hard to... Wait, Trent. Trent. (laughs) Uh, Travesty, excuse me. Travesty has worked hard to get this uh, going. So if you got an extra buck or so, fuck buying a shirt from me or, you know, but buy merch, but don't buy a shirt from me. Go donate the shit. Okay. Because there's a lot of other causes that need money other than me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the truth. So are they going to be out there where you could? Well, actually, I talked to the head of Rocklahoma and... We cannot we cannot donate anything at the GA Rock stage, but Bridging the Gap will have a booth okay, inside the festival. Cool. 
Okay. Yes. Cool. So be on the lookout for that. Yes. So go donate. Then, and, and also, hold on. Sorry, where were you going? No, I was just, just going to say jumping into Sunday. So say what. You're okay. Uh, just while we're just getting done with Saturday, I just uh, I heard on Jamie Josta's podcast that he is going to be signing at the Monster Energy booth at Rocklahoma. Oh wow! On Who's Saturday, that? singer for Hatebreed. No, cool. So, so anybody that wants to meet Jamie Josta, watch out for that. I nice. gotta get me some. He's a nice guy. Diamond. He's badass. He will give you a few seconds. You know, he'll look you in the eye, and he's just nice. yeah, he's definitely a cool guy to meet. So, if you guys are wanting to do that, get out there and do that. Definitely. And what was it? Uh, 2015. Another one of my highlights, of course, my first one was meeting Jakey e. Lee last year. Oh, I bet. I but bet. Uh, the year before that, I met um, Dimebag Daryl's widow. Yeah, yeah, Rita. Rita, Rita Haney. Rita Haney. And, man, I just, you know, I was standing next to her, and I couldn't help think but that, you know, Dimebag had at his penis in this woman, and and I'm standing oh and I'm standing next to her. You know, really though, you know, it, it it's really like heartfelt to me because one of my idols had his schlong in this woman, and you know, I'm just like, wow, yeah, you know, and. You know, if she if she was screwing anybody at that time, I wanted to kind of like smack her in the mouth for fucking doing it. <laughs> but that was a, that was my second highlight. Nice, nice. Of, of course, <laughs> the my third highlight is meeting everybody. Yeah. I, of course, Jakey Lee has got to be my first because I grew up with that guy. But you know. The relationships and the the people that you meet at Rocklahoma, man, it it's it's second to none, man. And if, if you out there in podcast land, if you've never been there, you got to go. You got to try it out. At least go one day, man, and yeah. catch the vibe. It's and, the best, isn't it? Man, you, it you is the best. You got to camp. Yeah, it yeah, is the best. And you gotta don't do it don't in stay in a tent. Not some RV where you're sitting around in the RV all day. Don't get in the tent, get out. And, and don't and stay in a goddamn fucking motel room in prior. Right. Fucking come camp, Amanda yeah. Rennick. The, the, the only reason you should fucking be in a motel in prior is if you're Eddie Trunk. That's about it. Fuck okay, Eddie Trunk. Oh, the, have you seen the picture of me and Eddie Trunk? We look like fucking fags. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. It was, a, it was 2012, my first day, actually. I didn't know what Rocklahoma was. Yeah. I got here in 2009, and I worked on the road with the traveling circus for like four years. Yeah. For three years. And I don't know how we ended up there, but Rachel said, hey, Jackal's playing in Briar. And I'm all, oh, okay. You like Jackal? Let's go. So we're fuck- we bounce to Pryor, and we get. I, I remember vaguely, I see the sign. It's a big sign that says Rocklahoma, but we get pulled over. I guess the cop pulled Rachel over because I didn't have my license at the time. 
they pulled Rachel over for um for not using the blinker while she changed the lane or Uh-oh. something. Some <laughs> stupid shit. Wow. Well, they let us go. And I had a six pack of uh tall cans. Yeah. Sixteen ounce tall cans. Tans. And we're pull we pull in the GA parking and I'm like Rachel I'm like hiding the beers from the cops. And Rachel's all, hey, there's a cop over there. Well, I'm hiding the beers. I didn't know what Rocklahoma was all about then. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyways. We catch Jackal. We catch Puddle Mud, which I really dig their set in 2012. Puddle Mud was really good. And Aranda. I've, whatever. Well, we stood right there on the edge of the the VIP where the guy lets you in the VIP on the outside. Yeah. And we stood there the whole time. I was eventually I drank my six pack of tall cans and I was a little buzzed because I don't drink much. But in there, I started drinking more, and I was a little buzzed. Well, I started making friends with the guy at the thing, and I'm all, hey, let us in there. Let us in there, please. He's all, man, I can't do it, but once it gets dark, I can let you in. So, by the time it got dark and Queensryche comes on, well, he lets us in. Well, two two songs into Queensryche... He lets us in the VIP, and I'm like, fuck it, Rachel, come on, let's go front row. We go we go front row, and we sit down. Well, the guys in the yellow shirts, which are event security, uh, they say, hey, you guys got to go or whatever. So I get up, and Rachel gets up, and one of the security guards puts his hand on Rachel's shoulder and, like, nudges her really hard to move, and... I nut the fuck up. Yeah. I nut the fuck up. And I push up on this dude. And next thing I know, I'm like pinned up against the concrete wall by five of these fuckers. Well, it took five of them fuckers to get me fucking like calm down. Well, by that time, prior police. Oh, shit. Yeah. Prior police is right there on me. And... You know, I've had a little bit to drink. I don't drink much, so it takes it don't take me much to get me drunk. Well, as soon as I seen them motherfuckers put their hands on my wife, I freak out. But I had the option. The the uh, luckily a fucking older sergeant comes and he gives me the option either we escort you out off the property or we take you to jail for drunk in public. And I'm like, fuck this shit, man. I'm fucking, you, you can escort me out. I'm not going to jail. So I got escorted off two songs into Queensryche. Well, I guess Jeff Tate called us all fucking yeah. fuck you or losers or yeah, whatever. Exactly. I don't know what his fucking words were, 
But I missed that part. If I would have been there for that, I probably would have nutted the fuck up then, too. <laughs> but, yeah, I get my first year at Rocklahoma, I was only there one day, and I got fucking escorted off the property. Yes. As any Mr. Rocklahoma should. Yes. Yeah. As any Mr. Rocklahoma should start all. off. Been through it all. <laughs> well... Sunday was the day you got kicked out, and that's what we're on here. <laughs> I know we all love Great White. I know you made your displeasure about Jack Russell not being there. We're all not happy about that, but I will say that their new singer, Terry, from XYZ, does a great job. So it's still worth seeing, I believe. You know, they sound Yeah, good. but Jack White has that fucking sound, man. Yeah, I and, mean, it's the classic sound. It's great, you know. But hey. I don't... It's better Great White than, you know... Okay. I have something about this, right? It's something. What? <laughs> Do we have time? Yeah. Alice in Chains. Rocklahoma. When was it? 2014? Yeah, 13 or 14. I can't remember. I can close my eyes. And it's not far off of Lane Staley. Yeah. I I just I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of classic bands changing changing vocalists. So I don't I don't know how I'm I haven't heard this guy. I don't know how it's going to be perceived by me. Anyways, this is just my opinion. Yeah. Well, I think there's two I, Oh, sorry. I don't know. It I know it sucks, but I think that, you know, and I understand what <clears throat> Great White went through with Jack Russell, what Jack Russell went through on his own, whatever. But I, I'm pretty sure that Jack Russell's back on his shit now. And it'd be nice if they all could get back together and do it. Yeah, you would think they, 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 they would be They would be a little bit higher up on the bill if they did. Yeah. And that's just me. It's just my opinion. I'm not a big fan of. I'm not a big fan of bands losing their original lead singer. And I understand. And and that's the thing. It's like because you know back back in the day, I think we saw him in what oh eight oh nine, when you know he was just fucking out of it. He looked like he was about to fall over, and he had to have a bench to sit on. But he sounded amazing. I have not seen them since no the late what, the know. late eighties. So I have well, not seen him, Great White. We saw him twice there. The first time was great. The second time wasn't because yeah. he was. It was like not long after he had that boat accident. Yeah, and he was like on pain pills, and he even talked about it. He's like, "Sorry, I'm on like pain medication," and he was like totally off, like from the rest <laughs> of the band. Like he wasn't. Yeah, it just didn't sound right. I kind. I well, then I you got to get the show must go on. Yeah. The show must go on. If 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 you got somebody that's fucked up, he's got to go. But but I am going to go see them with this with uh, you know the guy from XYZ. I'm going to go see it. Yeah, I, I have to. I want to too. I'm really interested, yeah. wow. and I can't wait. Uh, next is Santa Sonia. Skip. Okay, still Panther. <laughs> <laughs> still Panther. <laughs> I I do believe the shit is scripted. But it's fucking entertaining. Oh, dude, it's fucking badass. It's so hilarious. And you can't, no matter what, these guys can play, dude. They can play. 
they're, they're they talking about glory holes and you know fucking love glory holes, butt fucks and shit. But goddamn, <laughs> love they butt can fucks play their too. Fucking instruments, dude. Their love lyrics it. are funny as hell. Yeah. Every album, and like you said, they're just awesome musicians. They and are. They're as good. You know, they're kind of. You know, they started as a not really mocking eighty stuff, but just lampooning. Yeah. The, the, the biggest stereotypes of it, the sex yeah. and the drugs and stuff. But along the way, they became good as most any band that they were kind of, you know, That's right. emulating. I, in my opinion, man, they they kept the shit alive. Yeah. They did. They really did. They really did keep the 80s shit alive. Yeah. Well, speaking of the 80s shit, Sebastian Bach. Oh, God. You know... The wife and I seen him in Little Rock at Juanita's, but he didn't play this uh, American metalhead or whatever the fuck that song is. Yeah, you, you guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah, one of his solo songs. Yeah, and that fucker is badass, dude. Uh, that whole That's up there with any fucking Skid Row song, in my opinion. So I'm looking forward to Sebastian Bach, man. I last time it's Sebastian played, Bach. Last time so. he played Rocklahoma, I thought he sounded good, but I thought his band was just really kind of boring. It's like it's you know, Skid Row was always one of my favorite bands, and I mm-hmm. I never disliked any of their stuff without Sebastian, but they just need each other because they're they just they're still great live, and he's still great live. But everybody gets pissed off that he's not in Skid Row, and I don't think his band's that great. So it's like you put they need they just need to be back together. Yeah, know? they do. No, you're right, they do. But I'll still go see either one of them on yeah. their own. It will yeah. happen. Yeah, it, it just and, wasn't the year for and, it. And right. by the way, you do know that the who is the new singer in Skid Row? Well, they've never officially announced it. Yeah, they're just but, playing some shows. Yeah, but they're playing some shows with the guy that used to be in Dragon Force. Right, which so, is totally weird. Yeah completely fucking weird. Well, I don't fucking like it, and I am not buying it. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. But, but see, after Sebastian Bach, we're up to... It's time to go back to the camp. It's time to go back to the camp. I'm not gonna fucking lie. I don't give a good goddamn. Chevelle, Five Finger Death Punch, that means I'm going back to the camp. Yeah. I'm, so I guess you're in agreement with me and him. I, yeah, I'm, I'm, go, I'm, I'm going, going to the fucking porta potty to go poop. I'm going to the camp and I'm drinking some hams, baby. You don't sound bad. I'm fucking taking some shots of Jaeger and drinking some hams. But that's guess how that's what? happening. Guess what? As soon as that band that's headlining Sunday night finishes whatever the hell it is they're doing, mm-hmm. we're going to get something called Driver. Yes! Fuck yeah. So... Love these guys. Love, 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 love. Right there at Axis, Driver, great band. We've talked about them a tons of times. We've had Mike DiPetrillo on the podcast. Love that motherfucker. These are all great dudes, phenomenal people, phenomenal musicians. Check this band out. Just great fucking hard oh, rock. Oh shit! Metal. But who plays after Driver? As above, so below. Yeah! <laughs> Can't wait for this shit right here. Yeah, we've got Pierce Turek. And Pierce! And then, of course, C.J. Pierce from Johnny Pool. Oh, he shit. He was on this podcast earlier this Is he going to bring it? Yeah, he is. He's going to bring it, is. isn't he? Yeah. And Pierce brings it playing that motherfucking bass, dude. Hey, he can bring I, it. Hey, 
CJ Pierce can bring a hell of a vodka drink too. By the yes. way, yes. <laughs> well, I can't wait. I can't wait to see these fuckers, man. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. And does this close out Rocklahoma? Well, no, Sunday night at the same time over here back on Camp Yeager. Yes, I love Camp Yeager. Yeah, we're going to so be... I'll be wandering back over yonder. We've got Micah over there. And probably after As Above, So Below ends, we've still got Micah, London's Dungeon. Yes! Paul London in the dungeon, baby! Woo-hoo! And we're going to get fisted again, too. Oh, fuck, that hurts. <laughs> <laughs> fuck yeah, Fist of Rage. So let's Paulette, see. I'm going to take only 500 pictures of you this Instead year. Of 600 so don't be <laughs> creeped out. <laughs> You're going to have to tag her. She's yeah. Sorry, Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> Look. No, everybody knows everything. Well, you think about it looks like, if, if you look at this right, it looks like Fist of Rage will probably be the final band officially playing the whole thing. And what a way to close and, it out. Yeah, I mean, yes. you, can't, you can't ask for a, a better band to be finishing all this out. That's right. You know, if you can last till 3 in the morning on Sunday night, which you should. Oh, God. Because we don't have to pull out till like, Monday at noon, so I can get a couple hours sleep. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't wait, man. It's yeah. going to be a fun time. And we're less than... This is coming... This will be posted Monday, so... We're like, what, seven, eight, nine days until this all kicks off. Oh, God, it's so close. Yeah. People so, people will be heading in there Sunday. Yeah, I know Yeah, I know. there's some people that get out there Sunday and just spend a week out there. I, I know Bill Ray Bill Ray will be there yeah. on Sunday. And hey, does in, anybody ever know who the pretzel guy was? Who the what? The pretzel guy. The guy laying in the road. From the... The meme picture. Remember, Bill Ray used to Photoshop the pictures of me stepping on oh, the pretzel yeah, the guy. guy that's folded up on the <laughs> oh, no, yeah. I have no clue. No Fuck. clue. Pretzel guy, if you're pretzel out there, guy. my name is Kevin Graham. Please Facebook me. Let me know who you are, because I want to shake your hand. <laughs> yeah, send us a message. We'll hook you up with Kevin. Oh, All right. Maybe and, we can do an interview with you on the podcast. And another thing. Another thing. This is the biggest Memorial Day party in the nation. And you know what Memorial Day is all about, right? We, we need to remember our servicemen and women that, that put their lives on the line for us to do what we love to do. And that's be at Rocklahoma. Enjoying, right. enjoying rock and metal and each other. Well, you think As Above, So Below is playing at 12.30, which is the kickoff of Memorial Day. And we know C.J. Pierce and Drowning Pool They're are big, on big the supporters yeah. of the Oh, troops. really? They're always overseas yeah. playing to the, for the oh, Okay, cool. Stuff. So I'm sure that they'll say something. Can't yeah, wait like for Kevin that. said, you wake up Monday at Rocklahoma, salute to the, yes. the people we've lost. And, that's right. You know, hey, that's what we're here to do. Yes. And like we mentioned earlier, get on Rock the Freaking Homa, click join, and Kevin will approve you if he thinks you're Yeah, if you're, if, if you're not, not a, a spam, douche, he'll approve you. If yes. You're not a spam and don't report shit. <laughs> don't be a douche. <laughs> yeah. I want to give a quick shout out. I can do this actually on the intro, but um, we've had several, we kind of mentioned along the way, but we've had several bands on the podcast that are playing Rock Oklahoma. The Sword, As Above, So Below, Screaming Red Mutiny. Scorned, 
Blackwater Rebellion, Drivers, Severmind, Dead Metal Society, even the Dogs, and Framing the Red and Grind. All these bands have been on members. Check all those episodes out. That's right. I feel like we didn't even mention even the Dogs on the day they were playing, or did we? I think we yeah. I we think we did. Okay. And yeah, just a shout out. That's just a great. If you like stuff like Kill Switch, Engage, and Soul Flames, In Flames, you'll love these. Oh guys. really? Oh yeah. They yeah. bring Dude, I heavy, haven't seen them yet. They bring the uh, heavy dude, it's melodicness. Badass. It's great. He's a great vocalist. I got to see these guys yeah. then. So hey, I want to give a shout out to my wife, Rachel Graham, because if it wasn't for her, man, I'd be dead or in fucking prison right now. <laughs> that, hey, that That's the truth, man. Dead jail or rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> you can yeah, do anything, so but don't step on my blue suede <laughs> shoes. <laughs> <laughs> so much support to Rachel for keeping Kevin here with us. That's yes. Right. <laughs> Goddamn, go find them tickets. <laughs> All right. That's another story for another day. That's right. All right. Well, thank you guys this. for having me, man. It, hey, thank you for it, being here. It, it's kind of cool being in the studio and being on the other side because I do listen every week. Yeah, we can. Thank you enough for doing that. Yeah, yeah, we couldn't do it without you, cool. actually. Hell yeah. Cool, man. Well, thanks. All right, there you go. Two hours of Rocklahoma preview. Thanks again to Kevin Graham for sitting down and talking to us. He told us beforehand he was a little nervous because he had never done one of these before, but I think he did an uh, exceptional. Did, yeah, you know? he did a great job. We, you know? we just got right into it. Yeah, he's laid back, and, you know, like you said, we had a few beers and had some, some dinner and got it going, and just talked about music because that's what we're here to do that's right i mean that's uh that's what we do it was amazing yeah rocklahoma is if you're listening to this when it comes out it'll be next week it's uh may 26th through 29th and we're out there from wednesday to monday so like i said earlier come by and say hey we're in the vip campgrounds in row a and we'll have a thunder underground banner and we've got t-shirts for sale we've got koozies i've got some trash can punch if you want to try it out there you go yeah. your trash can punch is always good yeah you even know? people that don't usually drink that kind of stuff like it you know? that's right and, and again like we said earlier come see us talk about music we can talk about everything from behemoth to huff moose i don't know it doesn't huff matter moose? Nice. Yeah. yeah yeah see see that's what i do <laughs> yeah i, I bring in the obscure you're gonna pl- talk about some hoodoo gurus at rocklahoma now that would be awesome yeah i would do that yeah, we all would. Well, not all of us. Most people don't know who that is. But. Well, YouTube them. You'll be amazed. <laughs> Speaking of bands from the 90s, the Melvins announced they're playing the Canes Ballroom in September. That sounds like something you're probably not going to go to. Me? <laughs> okay, you're being sarcastic. Kidding. Right? Totally sounds kidding. like something you might not care about. I don't know, but I was kind of surprised because, you know, unless, yeah, I guess because they haven't played Tulsa in many years, maybe mm-hmm. it'll work, but... You know, the the Melvins were never a huge band, so, you know, you think they'd play a little bit smaller space, but, hey, I just saw a filter there, and there was like 212 people, you yeah. know, so it's like, you know, who knows? Oh, yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll do good at Canes. <laughs> yeah. I think they will. I and think I, they'll do I, better I, than Filter. I've already, seen filter some, but. I've already seen some solid, you know, buzz about it online, yeah. people yeah. excited about it, so looking forward to that. Totally random note there. <laughs> Once again, this is our one-year anniversary week. And later this week, this coming Thursday, episode 64 will feature Sunshine Seawright, who is the owner of Axis Entertainment. Yeah, uh, she had a ton of good things to say, uh, a couple of good stories, uh, great insight. 
Yeah, we, we're having her on this week as well because Access Entertainment has a stage out at Rock Loma for the last, this will be the sixth year or seventh yeah. year. And, uh, you know, they have a full-on, you know, huge, massive tent, full-on stage production in there. And they've got bands starting 6 p.m. Thursday through like 3 in the morning Sunday night. Yeah, I mean, and, always professional. They know what they're doing. It's great. Yeah, and we talked about it in an episode, but they're a wide range of bands, everything from, you know, Nick Nose, who's like a mixture of rock and country, to even the dogs, yeah. who are heavy as hell. <laughs> so, all right. Well, I think we've rattled along. If, you, if you're still listening after two hours and plus a bunch of minutes, we appreciate you taking the time to do it. That's right. You must really like us. Oh. <laughs> all right. Until next time. Thunder Underground, y'all.